Hello everyone, this is KLBGM. A quick word before our show today. We've come to the final episode of Chapter 4, Against All Odds. And hopefully at this point, you've now seen how appropriate its title is. If you can go back, you can kind of see how each title was appropriate for each chapter in more ways than one. I like to try and do a little wordplay with the titles. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this finale of Chapter 4. Last time on Trailblazers... Kaiser struck at David again, where one of the most trusted members of the Lin Kuei used a German grenade from David's world to commit suicide, trying to take David with him. David had no time to react to this, as soon after a detachment of the Empire's army came and massacred the vampire and lycanthropes camping outside of Antioch. All would have been killed if not for the very trees disobeying Orokusaki's orders and intervening to save the infants. Again, the party had not time to consider their circumstances as Kaiser struck again, somehow leaving a message from David's family on an old rotary phone left in his office. On top of all this, Kaiser let out the entire prison into the streets. David had to take away from Suko several Lin Kuei who were helping her prepare for a nationwide party she was excitedly planning to help recapture the prisoners. Suko was not happy about this. Can David resist this tide of problems assailing him? What will happen with Suko now that her only source of happiness has been taken away from her? Can David finally stop Kaiser Soze? Find out this week on Trailblazers. Well, I don't even have to ask because I know no one's made any progress on any of the things I've asked them to do. <laughs> no, nothing's ever going on on that front. Uh, they actually hung um, Kaiser Soze by a tree by your house. Actually. I'm sure they didn't find it. I'm sure they didn't find any of the criminals. I'm sure Weirdo didn't find the black books. I'll get, I'll get, I, the criminal thing just started, so you might get reports of that, but you got to give it more than 30 minutes. Hey, man, when a jail breaks out, man, people should be just grabbing guys. There should just be guys running all over the place. Right. Like one of them, right? If there was like 100 guys, yeah, one yeah, yeah. the first 30 minutes, or else, man, I have like... The question thing. is how long had it been since you discovered the jailbreak from the actual jailbreak? It would have to be hours. Oh, you mean from when, uh, when it happened? One thing I didn't count on when I took over the North was how incompetent the Lin Kuei are. They seem like... <laughs> <laughs> awesome when the last guy had him. They like can't do anything. Hmm. The only difference is their leader. Hmm. I'm giving them very simple things to do. And they're like, oh sorry, we can't do it. Can't figure it out. It's not even I just want you to help me travel through dimensions. Come on, guys. What's the dealio? Or find people in your own land. But I bet if I wanted to build an evil weather machine, it'd be like done like that. I bet it would. <laughs> even better, you'd get someone else to do it for you. Alright, well, what happens is you guys go to bed. I don't want to go to bed. Yeah, I go to bed. And the, ne the next day happens, right? You're going to die. And while, while you're eating... TPK. Where do you eat? Do you eat in your room? Where do you, where do you no, go? No, I go down with the people. You eat with the people. With the people. With the with the rabble. Who stare, just stare people. at you slack-jawed. I've made that Wide-eyed. I'm a man of the people. <laughs> it's a Roku. Can I have your autograph, Mr. Roku? I'm a big fan. <laughs> I'm eating my oatmeal, like, watching it, like, gloop back down to the bowl. And the food can be whatever you want it to be. If you if you think the Lin Kuei love oatmeal, then they love oatmeal. I don't know. What is the Orokusaki like? I eat the hearts of the Lin Kuei that failed me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Tassadar sits across from you, and he says, uh, Grandmaster, we just got a report in. About time. People coming <laughs> yeah. in. There, there's a, a caravan from the Empire on its way. We assume it's the aid for the plague. Well, that's good news. Crows say they're about half a day out. We should let the doctor know. Let the good doctor know. Is he dead from that thing I made him drink? <laughs> you haven't talked to him since. <laughs> You've been trying not to metagame that one. You go there and you just find, like, 
a, a frog in a little tiny a little tiny doctor's outfit hopping around. Well, that's not mitigating. I made him drink it because I was suspicious of yeah, it. Checking no in one on accused him. you of anything, David. Got a conscience there? <laughs> no, he because Tom just said we're trying not to metagame. But actually, Thorne's right. Let the doctor know and let the people at the um, the hold know that they're coming. Remember, we put them in a hold in one of the flippy castles. Like, oh yes, on. yes, 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 yes. I would call that a hold. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I understand now. Uh, let everybody know that they're coming and make way. Will you be meeting them? No, only if that's required or they ask. If not, just uh, put somebody on it and make sure we're getting regular reports. How much cooperation are we giving them, Grandmaster? <laughs> Right now, we're giving them access to that hold. If they ask for anything else, let me know immediately. I want them, uh, what's the word, led right to there where the plague is happening. If anything else, they require anything else, let me come to me directly. Okay. Very well. And I'm telling you now, I'm sure they'll try something else. I'm sure they'll want to march clockwork right in the middle of town, but... If they're Empire people, I'm sure of it, too. And that's the other thing. Don't overreact, all right? We we're, we know it's going to happen, so let's just keep well, our react, head. Grandmaster, whatever do you mean? <laughs> yes, I, will be, I will behave with honor whether or not they do. Exactly. Just keep your head. And I, I guarantee every, and Lin, literally I, I guarantee every Lin Kuei will keep their head. Then literally you'll keep your head. If we keep our head, we'll keep our heads. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I do want to say, since you've given me the unique position to be able to speak freely, I absolutely hate that you're putting me in charge of this when you know how much I hate the Empire. You can. I no, appreciate you, it, though. Thank you very much. You don't have to put. You're not in charge of it. You can also um, delegate. Delegate it to someone else. Great. It only needs to be monitored. Uh, this leaves us a problem. Yes. Um, and he kind of looks around to see there's not a lot of people around. And goes, we're we. I don't know who to trust. Oh right, because of Soze. You know who this would be good for? Send lightning. You trust him? Yes. Are you sure he's not under the influence of that man? I'm not sure, but if we're playing a game of people I know and trust, he would be high on the list. I mean, what you're, from what you're saying, we could all just crawl in a hole and die, because that, I don't think there's anything that guy can't touch. So all we right. just have to, <laughs> we have to move on at, you know, what else can we do? Except pick the people we know and trust the most. I'll put it this way, if he was acting strangely, at least we would notice it quicker with him. Okay. It's people I don't know, you know what I mean? If they're acting out of character, I don't even, you wouldn't even know. At least with Lightning, if he starts acting goofy, we'll know it right away. Right. Like if it's telling anyone if he starts talking or something, just cut, chop his head off. <laughs> he, he, he laughs a little bit and stops himself. But I think Lightning would actually like this job. He seems like he's into humanitarian stuff. So <laughs> just tell him, you know, he does not, he's not spying or anything. Just tell him exactly what's going on to monitor it and let us know what's happening as it's happening. He's right. a liaison. I'm sure when they come here in about half a day, I'll get you reports. As for um, capturing the runaway convicts, uh, we're not sure how long it's been since they escaped. It couldn't have been any more than a couple days, and we suspect it's been less than a day, but uh, so far we have absolutely no leads. Not a one? Not a single one. How many were in there? 30 people. 30 people. Most, most of our sensing it doesn't include prison work. Most of it's punishment that happens on there. You steal something, we chop off your hand. That sort of thing. Your predecessor took mercy on the worst of them and instead of killing them, imprisoned them for reasons we know not. You know, it's possible that the reason we haven't found any of them is Kaiser says he's using them for some purpose and didn't just set them free into the world. We're assuming that's what happened. Well, it's only been about eight hours, so give us more time. 
Okay. Plus, some of the men are a little rusty. They've been spending the past week decorating. <laughs> I'm sure they'll get back into the swing of things. Even though it's a little strange to me that not even one of them was just like wandering around the woods and found quickly. That's strange. With our birds looking, we'll, we'll find them eventually. Can't hide from the sky. How do we know Kaiser Soze can't talk to birds? We don't. Kaiser Soze. Can't wait to kill this guy. Gra Grandmaster, in all truthfulness, I'm not even sure if this Kaiser Soze exists. Oh, he exists. He exists. I've seen him. I'm sure you've seen a man who you assumed was Kaiser Soze. But what's to say that he isn't just like like the emperor and the, uh, the king in the north, just a name and a whole mm. organization behind it? Because all this that happens here says to me a lot more than just one man. Now, if you assumed it was one man, then all this would seem incredibly mirac miraculous and unnaturally strong for just one man. But if you assume it to be work of an organization, then it seems more human, more possible. Right, but even if it's the work of a whole organization, how does that get your man to hang himself? Maybe he wasn't hanged. Maybe he didn't hang himself. Maybe he was hanged. Let's just say he hung himself. <laughs> it's an interesting theory. And actually, that theory goes along with the story that he's from. You know, Kaiser Soze and the story that that comes from, he's an idea, not a person. Like a legend they spread to scare people. Is he like a Rokusaki where people just take up his mantle? No, not exactly like that. It would be like if a rumor broke out and you just didn't stop the rumor. A fake story. Rokusaki is real. In the movie, Kaiser Soze is like a, can't, a story people tell, and they just keep letting them tell it. So this, so this is a story of somebody telling stories. What story is he telling now? You mean in the movie? In the story that Kaiser Soze is from? Yes. It would be like this. Imagine if there was no real Rokusaki at all. Okay. But the, but the Lin Kuei, as an organization, just let that story continue, that there was some guy behind the shadows running everything. But there never was a guy. That would be like Kaiser Soze. Then anybody could just right. say they're Kaiser Soze. What first made you think of Kaiser Soze? What made who think of it? You, Grandmaster. He said it. Who is he? I'm trying to remember who said it to me first. Freeze, maybe? Yeah, it was Freeze. It was Freeze? One of his No? It was, uh, if I remember correctly, it was Harry Heck. Harry Heck? If I remember correctly. Well, then I didn't think of it. He told me. So a man told you something which you admit is already a story. And from, and from that point on, you believed it was a man, even though in the story he was always just a story? You confuse me, Grandmaster. Well, because in the story he was a man, but the man wasn't really Kaiser Soze. There is no Kaiser Soze. The man and the myth weren't the same thing. In the story, it's still a man. Well, then I think it's even more likely now that it's not just a man, that it is what I think it is, a group of people, some organization. Capable of bringing things across worlds. Either way, whether it's one person or 50 people, it's still the same problem. And there still is a man in a strange uniform with a cane and a limp. Whoever he is, is must be a part of this in some way. Yeah, and the man that was in your interrogation rooms when I was being interrogated that nobody seems to be able to account for. That hey, was yeah, Might there be a quieter place you can be? As the microphone is picking up your kids and your dog. There's nothing I can do. Is there anyone in your room? Hold on. <laughs> it commutes it. Shut up, you son of a You mother, I will come over there. No, it's not that. It's just that I swear to you, this is the only night this happens. It's like they do it to torture me for trying to do this. It is Father's Day. Like, there's no other night the kids would be awake at 9.30, running around the house screaming, except when I'm doing this. Cool. What? What are you showing me? Are these different ones? 
Alright, I'm gonna try to move up into my room until they go to bed. Watch now, as soon as I come up here, they're all gonna run upstairs. Daddy, 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 look at, look at, look at what Misty can do. Misty comes in at 2-2. Two -two. That's how they punish me. For what, birthing them? For trying to play this game. I think Jamie does it on purpose. Alright kids, go attack your go attack your father. Alright, I'm good. You look comfy. You know what? That does look comfy. Excuse me. Oh this was this was God. Jamie's like nursing chair. So it's a rocking chair. Or she was nursing a hate. <laughs> Comfortable everyone? Very. I don't have my dice on me though, so. Oh great. I'm glad in this D D game. Dude, we haven't had a fight in like six it. months. Don't worry about it. I know. Alright, we're roll initiative. Alright, so uh time goes on. And uh unless you want to stop me for anything special. Uh, you get a report. Uh, lightning comes in. And of course, he lets him in and bow and all that stuff. And he goes, uh, he makes sure it's just you guys. And he says, David, um, he goes, um, well, the people from the Empire are interesting. Um, the guy who's leading it all, his name's Jacob. He seems like a stand-up guy. Um, they didn't bring any weapons or clockwork at all. They asked us if that they needed security, if we would provide it. Um, and I told him, they wouldn't need it not in our borders. They left all their security out in the forest. Mm. Um, we didn't even ask him to. I don't know what that's about. I guess they're just trying to be nice. Uh, he did have a complaint. He said it really nicely like, and I'm not going to say it the way he can because I don't, I don't know how to talk like he does. Uh, but essentially, uh, they thought there was going to be more cooperation. They said that they understood that it was going to be like a unified effort and that we were going to have representation saying, hey, everything's okay. Right now, they feel that it kind of looks like that they're stealing people. hes I guess he's really worried about what the public thinks of the whole thing. Oh, dear. Oh, you mean from during town? Yeah. He thinks our people might view it as him taking our, our people without permission. Or at least, uh, I don't know. I can't explain him very well. But I think he wants people, uh, your people, to, like... Shout from the rooftops or something that it's okay. I'm not sure exactly what he wants, but he wants it to be made known that this is cool. But aside from that, they seem pretty happy. He's very regretful that it happened. He talks a lot how sorry he is that this happened. He said, he said he lost his wife or somebody to the plague, and he's dedicated his whole life to helping people with it. So, like I said, he really seems like a nice guy. This Jacob. Okay, let's um. And I'm not the smartest guy in the world, not the most political, but. I can see what's in front of my face. I don't think it's any coincidence that most of the people he brought with him to help are attractive-looking girls. Right. Oh, and they've been distributing... They carried huge crates full of potions that everyone's been getting. That kind of bought them some goodwill from the people. I've, I, uh, I asked... Hopefully I didn't step out of bounds, but I asked some of our men to help pass it out. No, you didn't step out of bounds. In fact, I was going to suggest the same thing. I think uh, make sure that the Linquire seen visibly as go-between so that people understand that it's being done under our cooperation and that they're not doing this over us. Okay. See what I mean? Yeah. Do that as much as you Maybe can. Maybe if this sounds cool, I'll have them go in groups of two. One Empire person, one Lin Kuei. Exactly. And just have the Lin Kuei explain that they're here but with our blessing to help. So it's not happening to us. So you did the right thing. That's the way to go. I think his biggest concern is when they start carting people into the Plaguelands. He's he speaks real flowery, man. I'll tell you that. At least he's he's all about like protecting people. He was he was trying to explain it in a way like that if you stayed you'd hurt more people, but if you go you'd help the people you love. I mean, a lot of the people are willingly going are, are going to go with him. It looks like. And those uh, those unwilling. 
I don't know. They're still going through it right now. Right now, just, all day was going over trying to explain to people what's going to happen next. Just, just use the Linguay visibly, and at any time, let them know the Orokusaki commands this. This is the this is what it is. To go against this is to go against Orokusaki. Okay. This is what has to happen. It is going to be difficult. If need be, I'll come down. Okay. I don't think you have to, but I'll let you know if I think it's if, okay. if I think it's an idea. It's actually kind of nice talking to Empire people. I get along a little bit better with them. They, uh, I think we have similar minds, me and them. Yeah, even though they're very villainized up here, they're, I know that they're, like any other people, there's good people and bad people in the Empire. So Yeah, I think this Jacob's a good guy. Either that or he's really good at tricking people, which might be true. I'm pretty, I'm pretty gullible. <laughs> no, I met a couple good guys up there. Guy gave me a few arrows. Really helped me out. So yeah, like I, you were doing the right thing. Use the Linquay visibly, and um, okay, cool. Just keep reminding people that um, this is happening because I'm allowing it to happen. It's not happening to us. All right. Well, then I'm gonna head back unless you got anything else. No, I think thank that's you. all I got. Um, here, and he put down two potions. He goes, I know that you guys have some from your own wizards, but here's the ones I brought in case you want some of these. Thanks. I brought one for you and Tassadar. Oh, Thorin. Sorry, completely went past my mind. I guess ta you, okay. you can have Tassadars. It's okay, that happens. No worries. Oh, buddy. how's the doctor doing? Have you seen the doctor? No, I haven't seen hide nor hair of the guy. See if you can scare him up. I'm a little interested to see how he's doing. Um, sure, I'll I'll send somebody after him. Thanks. All right. See you later, David. Probably. I mean, all hail, live forever, Grant. Whatever. <laughs> May you never die, and may angels carry you to your bed. And he leaves. <laughs> See, I knew that'd be a good job for lightning. I was waiting to find a little niche for him. Administrative duties? No, just anything like humanitarian. He likes, he wants to help people, and I don't think he's as into the violence. I would agree. He's not like me. Where you get antsy when you haven't. I'm like jumping out of my skin here. <laughs> and the only guy that's really torturing me are guys. Don't seem to want to really have a face-to-face -face confrontation, which is really obnoxious. Keep trying yeah. to send cartoony hitmen after me. Right. Next is like Roger Rabbit with the magic bullet gun and the bullets that run around. Tassadar kind of furrows and looks at you and goes, Grandmaster, perhaps he knows you, and this is the reason why he does not want a face-to-face. Perhaps he knows it irks you. How well do you think this or these people, for, for the sake of clarity, let's just say this person... How do well do you think this person knows you? Well, from things that he does and says, it seems like very well. Very well. So do you think it's somebody you've met before? Is there anyone you've met before that would want to harm you? <laughs> that doesn't narrow it. I mean, I mean in your world. These sure. This my guy's world. from your world, correct? In my world, um, I don't know how to say it. I'm small potatoes. I, I couldn't imagine what I could do in my world that would make somebody go through all this cosmic interplay to get back at me. No. No. Could be Caleb trying to get you back for being late. <laughs> all of a sudden, he unwraps his face and there's me! Da -da 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 -da. You called D&D stupid. Kill him! <laughs> all the Linkway turn around you on you. You found it. You solved my riddle. No, nah, I don't think that's it. You hear seven to ten sets of footsteps all coming at your door and you hear like uh, muffled words outside your door and your door opens from the outside without being made aware that it was going to open which is a is that, that is not normal usually so Tesla goes over finds out who it is and tells you and then it opens up I draw my sword then at that point Okay. Uh, the door opens 
Incomes, it's... you're not sure what to look at first. First, one of the things you see is Setsuko dressed in the garb of Lady Atsoa. Oh my which gosh. she hasn't worn since you guys first invaded the Stronghold. Actually, David invaded the Stronghold. I did nothing. Correct. Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> the Stronghold? That you're in now? Remember when you guys... Yeah. In, this, last time she wore this outfit was when you guys went in there. Okay. Remember Lady Atsoa? Yeah. You yeah, David her shot her you, in the back. Yes. I did? I don't yeah. remember that at all. Yeah, you shot her right in the back, dude. Like the coward you are. <laughs> hey, a lot of people, you lose track of who you shot. But you do know who she is, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the pink outfit that she wore? Oh, and then she put it on to like disguise herself? Yes, because you guys were trying to get through the woods. Okay, I can so totally so see that, David. You, yeah, I'm Lady Atsoa, the woman you shot. Oh, I shoot so many people. I'm so sorry. Which day? You're going to have to narrow this one down for me. Okay, go ahead. And who else? Uh, she's dressed with the garb of Lady Atsoa. Which, whether or not you remember, she has not worn since you guys were right before you got interrogated. Why would she wear it? It's She's crazy. carrying or like dragging somebody who has a bag over his head, like a burlap sack over his head. Because, oh, surprise, Setsuko is really Kaiser Soze. And then flanking her, like three on her left and three on her right, but kind of like back behind her. There's no one, maybe like equal with her, but there's no one ahead of her. She's walking in the front, are uh, Wervians. I thought so. You remember those guys were the guys that were the inner circle of your predecessor. Yeah, and this is Setsuko. This is Setsuko. My she, daughter. Yes, your daughter. Your adopted Traitor. daughter. I knew we should have killed her, David. And uh, she comes forward and she throws this person like in front of you and the person's like on their knees. And uh, and she gives the symbol of the Lin Kuei, the new one that you did, the black power raise of the hand. And she says, and she bows her head and she says... Uh, Grandmaster, uh, leader of the Lin Kuei, commander of a thousand men, and undisputed ruler of the North. I wish to make a bargain. At this she point, says this? She says this. I'm trying to situate myself in between David and them. Okay, okay. Like, right in front of them, or just kind of a little side? Like, a way where, like, I'm kind of sideways. Okay. So my, my sword hand is to them, so if I brought my sword up to slash, I could hit them. Okay. But I'm near David. All right. All right, cool. Um, I sit in my seat, like, cool as a cucumber. Okay, all right. Uh, I assume I'm, like, behind a desk or something sure, between sure. us, right? Yeah, absolutely. My daughter does not need to bargain. Just ask. She comes over, and she pulls the sack off of the guy, and there is Malpass. Okay. And Malpass kind of, like, shakes his head and as, as the, ba the bag goes off, and like, you can tell he's, like, he's taken aback by the light hitting his eyes. And she goes, um, my father, a wise ruler that you are, well, you took away the people that were helping me because you didn't have enough men. Well, I present to you, and she gestures behind her, more men. Here's my deal. Give us three days, and if we can show you that we're effective at capturing the runaways, you give me back my men, and the party goes back on as scheduled. And you continue to hire these guys. <laughs> And these are the Wervians. The same Wervians I had to like have a telling off with earlier? Yes, correct. The actual same ones? Yeah, sure. A couple of them at least are the ones that were actually there. But not all of them. So change the nature of our relationship. The Wervians wish to work as mercenaries? I look at the Wervians. Uh, Misty kind of like takes two steps forward and is like growling at the Wervian. One of the Wervian like looks at Misty and snaps at her and she snaps back. And the Wervians don't speak and Setsuko says, 
It could be whatever you want them to be. You just continue. If, if we're effective, you continue to use them, and I get my men back. Define effective. If we can show you that we, and she like looks behind her like at the people, if we can show you that we are good at capturing the people that ran away. Because if I understand, this isn't the first one caught so far. Yeah, and the, the last one I actually wanted back. Now Pass goes, that's harsh. <laughs> oh, remember when I freed you in the fight and you disappeared on me? I have no memory of the events in question. <laughs> Your Honor, I plead the fifth. Yeah. I'll tell you what, dog. Oh, by the way, oh, there is one other person with her, of course, um, her boyfriend is there as well because he's her bodyguard. So yeah. What does he, what's he look like? Is he, like... He's dressed in his regular uniform. His what's bodyguard. his name again? Ichiro? I want to say something to him. Ichiro, yeah, that's correct. Ichiro. Ichiro. I got, his, I got his name right, too. I'm, I'm proud of myself. Just running, running around the woods with Wervians. And good job, Ichiro. Thanks. Way to keep that under control. If he was anyone else, he would never respond to you, but he's too uh, scared of you, so he's not going to respond. Well, What's okay. his face? Does his face look like downtrodden or intimidated or what? Um, I'd say, as neutral as Tassadar is, normally like Tassadar trying to be neutral. He's kind of like he's being the bodyguard of Setsuko, so he's being neutral and just. I think he's actually trying to be aware of, in case anything's about to happen to her. I chuckle a little bit. All right, Setsuko, if you want to bargain with me as the ruler, not as your father, since you came to bargain with. Men, I had with these Wervians, which I had already fired. Then here's the deal you want to be effective? 30 men. Well, now 29 men. You bring me all 29 in three days, and I'll give you your men back. 29? That's, that's ridiculous. In three days? That's 10 people a day. You just burst into my office. I didn't burst into your office. You want to be effective and bring the Wervians back? 29 men. 20. You, you broke my cookie jar. You broke my cookie jar. Maybe you'll get lucky and some of the Lin Kuei will find some of them for you. But as long as all 29 are back in three days, you can have your men back. She goes, 20. 29. <laughs> all right, I'll bargain. 25. <laughs> 29. Malpass counts as two. 29. And if you're lucky, maybe I won't let Malpass go again. Fine. Deal. <laughs> Let's go, boys. And she turns around and, uh, oh, she stops and she turns around like halfway and then gives another bow and goes, all hail Rokusaki. And then she leaves and the, the Wervians leave with her, which have given you no respect. There was no bow, no nothing from them. Absolute respectless. And Malpass is kind of like looking around like, is there no one? They left Malpass. And Tassadar. Um, like Tassadar. Yeah, Tassadar gets them in. And Malpass goes, Goes, wait, wait, I don't, I don't understand. This isn't right. How so? I don't know you. No, 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 no. No. I don't know you. I, I, I know the name of Orokusaki. You're not that man. I, I don't know your name. I go to prison because I know a name. A name nobody else knows. A name you only whisper in secret. And now, now I'm I kept I'm kept quiet. Is, I'm kept close. A name, a name. That man's that. You're not that man. You're I, not I, that man. What's the K name? K hold on, hold on. Caleb, is he bound? Yeah. I, no, I he has a knife in his hand. Okay. Uh, I get kind of close to his ear, but away from his face, so he can't bite me. Uh huh. I say, well, there's a little been a there's been a bit of reshuffling. Sorry, you missed out. There's been a reorganizing. But then why are you still mad at me? I'm not mad at you. Why am I going to jail? <laughs> Tell me the name. You want the name? Oh, yes. I, 
you don't want to know the name. They'll do things to you. They'll Who's do things that? to you. They did things to me. Oh, they did things to me just because I knew a name. You don't want to know the name. I look at David. Please let me put this poor soul out of his misery. You hear that, Malpass? They want to kill you. What's the name? Now the name will save you. The, na the name will save me. Isn't that kind of strange how things flip like that? The name will save me. Okay. And he kind of looks around and he's like, I tell you name, you let me go? I didn't say that. You'll live. Oh. I'll decide then. I, 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 sta I, I put my foot up against a chair with my sword leaning on and I start sharpening it with my stone. <laughs> His name was James Schmidt. I look at Tassadark and like <laughs> Tassadark, what did you look like? I don't. This guy's insane. <laughs> You're telling me that the last Rogusaki's name was James Schmidt. If you had that name, would you want to keep it secret? I look at David. I can't argue with that logic. Can I kill him anyway? I also know something else. I know something else. What's that? I know. I know about the broken girl. Okay. Uh, my eyebrows kind of shoot up a little Humpty bit. Dumpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, but all the king's horses and all of Orokusaki's men couldn't put Suko together again. Can't argue. With I that. know. I know the secret why you can't fix her. I'll tell uh, you the secret. You you let me go. I'll tell you the secret. I'll tell you why you can't fix Suko. You tell us the secret, and I don't cut your tongue out. <laughs> Besides, where would you go if I let you go? What would you do? I think I would start out by going anywhere but here. <laughs> Very enigmatic, this man. I like him. Can't fix Suko if you don't know why you haven't been able to do it yet. I met I met her a, a while ago. I met her and her friends. I met the broken man who broke Suko. You did, huh? Mm. Did you meet the other friends? I did. I did. What did they one do? One sang with me. And the other one? He gagged me a lot. Was that you? Was that Thaddeus? Yeah, was Thaddeus. I sang with him? Yeah. I kind of get up and I walk behind him and just for the sake he, of like he falls on his back and like starts backing up with his feet pushing himself back <laughs> i start singing he's got the whole world in his hands and malpass you see his eyes goes wide and he goes i'm going back to prison <laughs> <laughs> i know you now I, I i'm not supposed to know you now i know your name how about this stand up he kind of looks left and right and he kind of uses push himself against the wall to stand up since his arms are tied behind him i take my mask off uh -huh. so he's like sure that he's making the connection that he thought he's making right and i said let's start over you're not going to go to prison for knowing who i am yes score but you have to understand you make me a little nervous you're a little bit unstable you know that right you're not quite firing on all cylinders you you think i'm broken yeah a little bit a couple quarters short of that's a dollar fair. that's fair you, I'm, you that's make fair. people nervous because okay. you're a little bit that's fair. I, it's fair. The singing thing is kind of creepy. They call you Malpass the Mangler, which I know they made up, and that's not true. I don't think it's true. Um, okay. I whisper into Tassadar's ear, I think this man's cheese fell off his cracker. So <laughs> let's, let's make a compromise. How about that? Okay. I won't lock you in prison like a criminal. Cool. But you also have to understand, at least for the time being, I can't just cut you loose out into the world you'd probably be killed anyway because people are afraid of you people are afraid of you you don't die yeah but not for lack of people trying that's fair that's fair that's fair you're fair oh you're fair you're fair that's fair so how about this that's fair you tell me you help me with suko we start a 
relationship here, a friendship. And I'll slowly loosen your bonds, I promise. And we will transition you to being totally free. But I'm not just going to cut your hands open the door and tell you to go skipping through the field. Um, if I tell you why you can't fix Suko, you're going to punch me. And then you won't let me go. I need I need to know you'll let me go before I tell you. I, if you don't tell him, I'm going to punch you. I First feel, of all, I, feel I won't like punch you. Working. The worst case scenario is I'll shoot you. <laughs> you'll be dead. Mm. I definitely will not punch you. But I promise. How about this? We'll make a deal between us. I, I cannot promise your freedom immediately. But I promise you, no matter what you say to me about Zuko, you will not be harmed in any way. Son, I promise I won't be angry. What did you do? I scratched I my name in brand new car, Dad. I, <laughs> I said, if these two men are my witnesses, you will not be physically harmed in any way for something you say. Grandmaster, Tassadar says to you, Yeah. I want you to be sure... The Mangler is an appropriate nickname. Oh yeah? What do you what, explain that? He killed several people, and he 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 would he would do weird things with their remains. I told you already what he did with that girl's head. I look at uh, Malpass. Passing the malware. I thought you said it was a false accusation. I, I may have, I may have been bending the truth a little bit, just like a little bit. No, just like a small bit, like not a lot, but like a little. <laughs> uh, kind of like you. That's the last guy. He didn't like me at all. He got mad at me. Hey, he got mad for me knowing something. How do you, how do you get mad? For, I can't help what I know. Just like well, you then, can't help what you don't know. Let me come at this from a different point of view. You're looking at information as something that hurts you or damns you. If what Tassadar's telling me is true, which you're acknowledging. I'll tell you a half of a secret. You don't want to know what I have in store for the people who kill people in the North, for murderers. So let's try this a different way. Make yourself useful. Because the one thing I do lack right now with many things is information. So let's try this from back. You're not going to be punished for having information. Why don't you make yourself indispensable with information so that I have a reason not to kill you? If you don't know nothing and you're never going to say nothing and nothing's nothing, then you have no purpose to me. It starts like rocking back and forth. Frere Jacques, Frere Jacques. What are all these songs he keeps singing? They're children's songs. Grandmaster, you're trying to make the deal with somebody who has the mind of a child. Wait, time out. Add a game. We've already connected that these songs are in this world, right? Correct. These yeah. aren't like okay. weird correct. songs of the correct, world. Correct, correct. Right? Okay. I kind of remember that. Yep. That's what I was saying. Is you're trying to make the deal with someone who has the mind of a child. All right. Wrap him up tight. I don't want to lose him again. And prepare him for um, Sarah Tool. I, I'll let I'll you know. I'll tell you why okay. you can't fix her. Okay. You're going to punch me. I don't care what you say. You're going to punch me. You can't fix her because you're broken broken people can't fix broken people they can only break things more <laughs> that's it that's your big secret that you're so afraid of they go gonna punch you that i'm broken broken people can't fix broken people a broken person broke suko in the first place he he couldn't fix her he was broken too oh there's a lot of broken people and why is the oroku saki broken oh he's broken look at him Look him, look him, look, look at Suko. Suko's all you need to know. You know that he's broken. He tries, he tries to fix her, but broke people can't fix broken people. You just make them worse. Can't make things whole if you're broken. I lift up my arm, my broken arm. I'm like, hey, he ain't lying. Why, why does this happen to me? 
I I didn't I don't want to know your name. I didn't want to know his name. Now well, I know you're not him. in trouble for that. Now now you're in trouble for the killing stuff. I it was one time, seven. It was seven times. Seven times. So, one of them didn't count. How long have you been imprisoned? <laughs> one of them didn't count. Uh, I, I just it. realized that. I just realized that's what he said. One of them didn't count. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Mile pass. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Zuko together again. Mile pass. Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall. We tra I traveled with this man many moons ago. Did he do this? Yes, incessantly. So why not? That's not him? true. Incessant. Incessant means you don't stop. I stop when I sleep. And when you eat, when we would stuff food in your mouth. All right. I look at David. Please let me end this. There's nothing more this man can tell us. You ever. promised. No, no, no. I, I look at him. The Oroku Saki promised. I said nothing. He promised you wouldn't hurt me. Darn. Saratul. Very well. May I have the honor of May I have the honor of bringing him down there myself, Master Saki? Well, not now. We're not going to bring him now. He needs more. Just wrap him up somewhere, Tassar, somewhere ultra secure, like Do a prison. Bound him up again. No, I was about to say that same thing. <laughs> not in the prison. Uh, we have a holding area here. All right, people take him away. Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Get up on him again too. All right. He's taken away. Grandmaster, this brings up something interesting. If yeah. we recapture the men, what are we going to put them back into a prison for them to escape again? No, Saratul's going to do his weird thing to him. How many is he going to kill? All of them. How many men does he require? 36. Therefore, we need six volunteers. And personally, I really like wyverns. They, I, I think that they go quite well with... Wervians. Yeah, I wonder if the yeah, we'll ask him if the Wervians work because I think those were six Wervians, so that's perfect. <laughs> Suka made me promise they would keep working for for us. Oh, Zeratul practice employment under Master Zeratul is one, some of the best in the nation. Target I, practice. They will be most useful. Grandmaster pull. <laughs> Grandmaster. Yes, sir. There's been developments that I think is becoming clear to me now that you are not really seeing. Okay. I understand this whole become a man of the people get up, but I think it's working against you. How so? You are being uh, friendly with everyone as if you were just another man. You let people in mass defy you and then afterwards tell them good job. You let half of the strongholds see your daughter defy you and you do nothing twice people are loyal to the grand master but any predator when it sees a wounded creature long enough even if it's not hungry will pounce there is wisdom in what master tassadar is saying <laughs> well this will be good then because the predator that mistakes my kindness as a weakness surely then he'll become the example for everybody and, and they'll see why I should be feared. So we're gonna wait until somebody tries to pull something. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be who I am until this isn't like an act. This is just who I am. My rule is me. Isn't that the idea? Yes, but grandmaster, we always seek to improve ourselves. I think this may be something you need to improve on. I think you may need to show the men that you're not someone who can be defied openly. So far, that is not the message that has been coming across. <laughs> so what would you have had me do? Kill them? I do not know, Grandmaster. I can only tell you what I see. I'll think on it. 
right. What do you guys do? I think it's because the last group of people I traveled with before I was here were such crybabies about every time I killed somebody <laughs> that they made me a little hesitant. <laughs> they softened me. Uh, <laughs> but every time I killed someone, they were like, oh, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why do you even entertain Malpass, Grandmaster? He's, he's been driven insane. You have to understand that it's been a long, hard road I've traveled to this point. Even if I told you guys, I couldn't make you understand how hard. And so whenever I see people now, even for short periods of time, even crazy people that I've been with, it gives me a feeling of normalcy in a way, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So it has nothing to do with him. Having him is almost like a comfort in a way. Every time I have somebody that I know, I'm in a place where I don't know anybody and nobody knows me. Does that make any sense? I can't understand you fully, Grandmaster. Besides, when you put up with him, we're going to let Sarah to, like suck his soul out. Or whatever weird stuff he's doing. Do you think Sugo will get the 30 men or 29? Hey, it's a win-win for me. Either she doesn't and we can stop with all this silliness. Or she does and we have our men back. We have our criminals back. So how could we lose? I think perhaps, Grandmaster... As you're saying now, I'm beginning to understand that you have a soft spot for those you know beforehand. I think that soft spot is making you make some bad decisions when it's regard to Suko. How so? I think you let her get away with too much. I let her get away with trying to recapture the criminals? That is her action. Right. Her motive, but she defies you. The action <laughs> underneath the action. She is simply trying to get her way like a petulant child. But she happens to be able to... to she commands authority that you've given her. It's like giving a child a gun. Well, if she is a child, should she then not be disciplined? Nothing is wrong with a little discipline, Master Saki. Perhaps she is just a bit spoiled. I understand she's been through a lot, but that can only get you so much credit. Grandmaster, I am, as I told you before, these are not my areas of expertise. I tell you merely what I see, and you can disregard it as foolishness if that is what it is. But I see the people, and I see how her behavior is affecting them and what they think of you by allowing her to do these things. Your predecessor got you a lot of credit. It will take some time to, to deplete that before they begin to think the thoughts we don't want them to think. What do you mean that my predecessor got me a lot? Oh, for taking him out? No, for his, what he gave to the name Orokusaki, the fear that it brings. Well, what were the ones before him like? I was not around, Grandmaster. You don't have history? It's a question Stories? Zeratul is the lore keeper. Question for him. My, my point is, people can continue to see you act in this way and think, they will continue to think it is the exception to the rule because it would have been the exception with your predecessor. But soon enough, they will see it as your nature, and they will see it as weak. Thorin, do you agree, or am I, am I speaking foolishly? I agree that now is the time to definitely look strong. If we appear weak, and it, from what I've seen, we appear very weak, if someone is privy to all the information that we are, then that I do believe Tassadar's foretelling may come true. Which is what? There will be more attempts on your life, more attempts to topple the Lin Kuei and the peace be built here in the north. Grandmaster, there is one way to become a Grandmaster. And if people think that they can have a shot at it, they will take it. For all his faults, your predecessor did not have many people try to take his life. He managed to keep his persona one of absolute fear and loyalty. I have another matter mm. while you think on these things. I wish to send one of our more tactful Lin Kuei to observe these commoners in our lands because I, as you fear, 
Do not think that they are here only to help us. I want to see what else they are trying to do. With your permission. We both agree they have some ulterior motive. I want to see if we can't figure out what it is. Okay. But tread lightly. They won't even know they're looked at. They're being looked at. Would it be out of the question to have a census taken? I look at Tassadar. Are you familiar with this? We've never had a census. But we will do whatever you command of us. It would give us proper amounts of people, amount of troops. It would help us categorize our armed forces. The other strange thing about this land is the nature. How do we count those forces? Indeed. Count the trees and the... Well, Grandmaster, you need not come up with the solution. You sign men to come up with the solution. That is the great thing about not having to do everything yourself. Having men listen to you. All right, Tharn, you've been having some good ideas of late. I'll put you in charge of it. If you want a census, then I'm figure it out. I'm honored, Master Saki. I shall come up with the details. I want my desk by 5 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> means I have to write up plans. And Grandmaster, a, a word that comes from me and not my position. I think Malpass is wrong about Suko. She may be... I don't think she's broken from what happened to her past. I think it's made her into what... I think with all of us, what our past makes us into who we are. I don't think she's broken. And I don't think the last Oroku's name was James Schmidt. <laughs> it did seem rather unlikely. It didn't look like a James. That's your reason. He looked like a a victor. Oh, wait, no. That name was taken. For all their faults, Grandmaster, I do believe that uh, for anyone who's going to do the job, the Worvians, I think, will be effective. At what? Capturing the criminals? Yes. They were always good warriors. They're loyal to a fault. Hmm. Yeah, clearly. I do shudder to think the price that Suko has paid for their cooperation, though. It seemed like their price was getting let back into the Lin Kuei. Could be. Starts there. That's all she asked for. Well, to be clear, all she asked for was that she get her men back and that you continue to use the uh, Worvians to capture the men. don't think she was oh. so clear on what happens to them after that. <laughs> I think she was very one-minded about the whole thing. She really wants this party. Clearly. How goes things at uh, the palace? Uh, construction takes some time, especially the way we are doing it. We're trying to make it fit for an Orokus- the Orokusaki. It will not be made of clay and straw. And uh, let me ask you this. If your fears came true and I appear to be so weak that somebody thinks they could replace me, where does that? Where would that come from? Are you just saying a random individual northerner or does the Lin Kuei have a rival like a house or a family? It would be an individual. Would Suko be out of the question? I don't catch your meaning. Do you think she might try to kill her father? Given time and the right pushing... I don't think she wants the party that badly. <laughs> and the party's for me, so if she kills me, it'd be kind of a silly party. But think about beyond the party. What happens when the party uh, is done with? What does she have to live for? The next thing she will pursue. Well, right now, I believe her boyfriend perhaps is taking a, up much of her efforts and desires. Perhaps a national holiday for cupcakes. <laughs> I will have to give her credit, though. I did not think she was that desperate or that resourceful. That is to her credit. See, you guys are calling her spoiled. I think I'm helping her be all <laughs> she can be. <laughs> oh, I don't believe. I don't believe. I don't believe anyone on earth wants to see Suko be all she can be. Maturity will come with age, Grandmaster. She's gone through a lot with many people. Do not go through for many years. I'm not worried about her. You guys seem like the ones that are worried about her. I like that she's doing her thing, Grandmaster. That is what concerns me the most about you. <laughs> Her defiance gives you no reason for pause. 
Well, these solutions will not come in a day. I will go and do the things you have assigned me. Thank you. Is there anything you would have me do in the meanwhile, Master Saki? Let's go to town and see what's happening. I shall I shall uh, have the guard form. All right, you go to town. Um, I make sure I bring at least four. As you are traveling, before you even get out of the planes that uh, the floating structures are on, you see uh, Four Lin Kuei carrying a box. The box has rings on it, and poles are stuck through the rings. And there is a man on each end of the poles carrying it somewhere. And it's kind of out of place, just four random Lin Kuei out of nowhere with the box. What's in the box? Are they in the? Are they in our path? Yeah, they come. Ac- you come across them. Shall I have them halt, Master Saki? Yeah, go ask them. As you come by, they bow, of course, and they stop moving, and they just stay bowed until you come until you move by. I say, halt there. What is it that you're carrying? Moonstones for Master Zeratul. Very well. And I look back at David. Moonstones, Master Orokusaki. For Zeratul. Yes, sir. The heck are moonstones? Shards from the moon. From the oh, from the shards. moon exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll check into that later. That's weird. All right, we ride on. All right, and as, when you go by them, then they begin to continue to walk towards Zeratul's. All right, you go to town. You go to town. You're going the opposite direction of the plague thing, so you're not going to see much regarded to the plague in town. Um, it's like an average day. There's not not much going on that would not happen normally. Uh, where would you like to visit? The palace. All right. Uh, it's construction, the beginnings of construction. But uh, it's not really visible from the outside aside from all the stuff that you would have to bring to the perimeter because the outside's already been made. Uh, it's all about the inside. So it's... Um, it's what's on the inside that counts. It is. And it's been nothing but a hollow shell. So now it's begin to... You can see kind of the skeleton of what is to be. And I should say, no matter what shop or place, there's always every shop is busy. You do notice that. That that's probably a little weird. Every single shop is busy. It seems that they're all doing something for the palace. The stonesmith right. is creating statues. The, um, that sort of thing. The lumberjack is providing lumber and stuff. It seems to be a pretty universal effort to create this palace. Oh, I know what I do. I, we ride over to the doctor's office. Okay. Uh, you go there, and uh, that is like the one store that is not busy. Despite the plague. <laughs> Alright, go inside. The door is locked. Shall you have us kick it in, Master? Yes. Uh, I f- form stone fist around my fist. Mm-hmm. My magic, and I just bash the door in. Oh, you just... It it, it just crumples. Oh, great. Like, it's like we're back in a core hall. Uh, it's dark. No lights. You don't even smell an old fire. It's... It seems abandoned. Is there, there's, so it's just pitch black in the building? Mm-hmm. Fairy fire. <laughs> uh, I use light. Okay. I, illuminate I, it. I, I use light on my sword. It, so you could have just opened up windows, but that's cool. Yeah, no. That works, too. Yeah. Or, or, I, I, I don't get to use my magic that often. Or literally any normal source of light, but cool. No, you got light on your sword. It seems well abandoned for at least a couple days. Anything of interest like that could be useful? Um, nothing that you couldn't get in the pa- in your stronghold. Okay. There's still things around the shelves. It doesn't look like somebody, like, packed everything away and ran. Well, we know that he's not dead. We would have smelled his rotting body, Master Oroku. Well, we know that he didn't die here. Mm, that is true. Is there, like, a, uh, you know, sort of like a middle place? Is there, like, a town square, something yeah, where people would, would congregate? Um, hmm, what a good question. Yeah, sure. 
Let's head over to the town square. Is it... Yes, Master Roku. No, no, come on, Tharn. Is it so wise to be to be appearing in public in broad daylight among so many people, away from the bulk of your guard? I, I, I do want to be clear, you always roll in with the guard. Even, yeah. Unless you yeah. specifically tell me not to. We have no, like the, the, the bulk misty. of misty. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the bulk of his forces is what I'm like. Gotcha. If, 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 like, maybe I'm just paranoid because I was watching Game of Thrones a little bit. Spoiler alert for anyone who's listening to the podcast. Uh, about to go into some details. Um, there was an episode where the queen was in the middle of the Colosseum and, like, three-quarter, like, a third of the population of the Colosseum turned out to try it out to try and assassinate her. Right. And she only had, like, a couple guards with her. Hmm. And so the question is, like, what happens if something like that happens? Like, a, a bunch of people all of a sudden just try to jump, jump you. We're not anywhere near help. It's crowded? Uh, moderately so. Like I said, there's a lot of people at their own shops doing crap for the palace. And for the, um, em embassy. Quite a lot of work. So there's a, well, that's right, the embassy's being built. As I ride in... Do they look happy? I was gonna say, how are people reacting to me? Uh, I'm gonna say, you've been doing it for so long, so it's not quite as it always has been. It's a little better, but it's still a lot of people just bowing and steering clear. As soon as like you're you're sighted, people stop and just continue to bow until you pass them. Let me know if I have to roll for this, but I'm kind of testing Tassadar's theory. Okay. So, do I have to roll perception in a way? I'm purposely working through the crowd and okay. town, just uh, trying. You know what I'm trying to say? Like trying to see if there is anyone who, you know, looking for that one guy who's like, I'm not bound to this guy. Oh, I see. You're looking for the three men. <laughs> For who? The three men who wouldn't bow to uh, Nebuchadnezzar's statue. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, make a perception check, absolutely. There's a giant who is not bound. <laughs> yeah, of course. But you roll the one so you don't see him. 30. 30 perception? Isn't it a d20 plus my you modifier? You see through time, and you can see the next time that Kaiser's going to attack you, and now you know how to defend against it. A 30. <laughs> no, there's no one. Everyone is bowing. Uh, there may be kids, and like their parents will like, hit them and tell them to bow, but that's about the only thing that's not bowing. But no grown men. No. By the way, they bow, and they also give the power. The, the power. The symbol of the Linque, The raised fist. So, if you have nothing else to do, we can skip to something eventful. The three days go by. The reports you get from, the, uh, from Lightning is that, uh, like... People are now, um, they're, they're just about to begin the trek to the Plague Lands. Everyone uh, has come. No one stayed behind. But the um, Jacob said that, uh, you know, in case there is anyone standing behind, everyone should take uh, continue to take potions for a week. Within a week, you'll absolutely see if anyone has the plague. It'll become very noticeable. So no one can hide it after a week. If you do see anybody, take for another week. Send him down. And continue that until there's absolutely you're sure no one has the plague around. Because if even one person hides with the plague, you can start this whole thing up again. Okay. They've left you ample supply of potions of resist poison. Okay. And remember, each vial lasts a week. So um, the, the trek has is, is, is begun of all your people going to the plague lands. Hey, I'm Caleb. And I'm Christian. 
and we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick pigs, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. You can catch us every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. In three days, in comes Suko with her six Orvians. Okay. This is the, the end of her time limit that you have given her. The door opens up. She bows, gives the symbol. The Orvians do not. It'd be shameful if they actually did give the symbol. You'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. When did you join the Lin Kuei? That. So it's good that they are not doing that. But they're not bowing. You. Their mannerisms are very um, animal-like, like snapping and snarling. It doesn't seem like something that's done at you, but as kind of involuntary actions that is just part of their nature. All right. Okay. So that kind of is happening all the time. But Asuko addresses you and says, Grandmaster, I have the results of our labor. <laughs> okay. We have brought to your custody and to your honorable possession every man that you have requested of us. Not one left behind. We have done this effectively with absolutely zero casualties. Showing moderation and wisdom. And uh, where are these men? Um, as as they came in, Tassadars had them held in the stronghold because he doesn't want them being released uh, again. So he figured if they're under your watchful eye. Is Tassadar there? Tassadar, can you confirm that? Are these definitely the same thirty? As much as in my ability, yes. Mm, man, how did you manage such a feat? I was motivated, so I get my guys back, and the party's set for the same time as before. For a second, now she's lost that straight face to me. For a second, she's, like, smiling. I would also, in order to strengthen her workforce, Master Okusaki, give her the six Worvian honor guard, as an honor guard for your daughter. You're, you do wish your daughter to be protected, I'm sure. So I would say let them help her in addition to whatever men we can spare. Uh, Tassadar, like, gives you a look that only, like, really you notice, Thorn. What does it look it's like? It's a disconcerting look. It's a look of a furrowed brow. Hmm. Keeping with, uh, well, I should also mention, keeping with her regular guard, of course. What's the matter, Dad? Thought we well, had a deal. First things first, a deal is a deal. So Tassadar, give her the men back that she was using. Shall be done. You see, he's kind of like smirking the fact that she actually was able to do it. He looks like impressed. Yeah. Tassadar does? Yeah. What are you thinking about, Dad? What to do with your friends here? I wouldn't be opposed to Thorne's idea. If I have any say in it. Speaking to you as my dad and not as a Rokusaki. Yeah, I don't know about that. Forgive me, Master Rokusaki. I spoke out of turn. I'm sure Tassadar and I could find some job for them to do. We are short men in several areas. And I look at the Worvians and I'm like, is this your wish? To work for the Lin Kuei again? Or is this my daughter's wish? <laughs> One of the Worvians says... Um, kind of like he's like in the middle on the left side and he says um one you haven't seen before we had a high place we wish to be high again we believe we've proven our worth and they all kind of look at each other we served your predecessor with loyalty and now we do a job for you better than your men could have done it i could use six guys six muscle men around me 
I don't need smart people. I need strong people. One of them looks at her and like snaps at her. She like puts her hand under his like snout, under his, his maw. What's the word? I guess it's snout. And says, don't you snap at me. And like See, pulls she, his head away and like rubs its nose. She even gets away with it with the Wervians. They're kind of cute in their own way. You look at them, they are not cute at all ever. And in any way. <laughs> okay, I uh, motion Tassadar like to my map to close. You know what I mean? He comes by and leans in. Give them something to do. But something that you're comfortable with them doing. Because I know you're a bigger warrior than me. So something you feel at ease about them doing. Perhaps we'll ha I'll have them escort these the 30 men over to Tassadar. There you go. At least prison, start with that. Prison guards is a good job for them. You know, Grandmaster, it only comes to my mind now. But so far, everyone who has betrayed us has been men. These are not men. Perhaps they are beyond the influence of this Kaiser Soze. Alright, I, I have to say it because I have a mask on, but I laugh so he can hear me and I go, but not beyond the influence of my daughter, apparently. <laughs> apparently not, Grandmaster. Maybe we should send her after Kaiser Soze. <laughs> yeah, I believe if she thought it was the only way to get the party, she'd have, her, have him here tomorrow. Yes, let's start with that. Let's give them the transport and now that I'm thinking of it, send someone ahead and let Saratul know we have 30 men. Listen up. You are now under my authority. You will listen to my orders. Wait out in the hall. I will have what uh, I will have uh, your next task brought to you. Oh, one more thing, real quick. And I stand up. Uh -huh. I look at the Wervians and I say, "Bow." They kind of look at each other and like one of them snarls and snorts. Do, are they taking their time doing it? Um. Yeah. Like they're like it looks like they're thinking for a second. And Suku kind of like looks back at them. I'm not going to describe what she looks like because her back is to you. Um, and they all bow. Now you may go. <laughs> no, you, no, you they leave. to die. And Suko leaves with them. She goes, thanks, Dad. Anything for you, Buttercup. <laughs> Anything for you, Cupcakes. I turn around a Tassadar. Oh, and of course, and of course, as they leave, um, Ichiro bows deeply to you and leaves with her. He's always very close to her. Uh, turn to Tassadar <laughs> and say, forget us. Forget me spoiling her. It's her that spoils us now. Thorin, I'm glad you recognized your error, but to be double sure, you know it. Giving a suggestion of what to do with someone while they're in the room perhaps is not the wisest decision. You are absolutely right, Master Tassadar. I had forgotten myself for a moment. Forgive me. It won't happen again. Well, now we have 31 men. You have five more to find for, Tassadar. If the 30 prisoners, your guard who was, had his eyes and mouth stitched. We were originally going to get volunteers from the plague, but I decided to let them go with uh, the rest of the men down. I figured we could find other people, let them be with their loved ones who are also afflicted. Which, by the way, I want to uh, common, commendate, uh, commend, lightnings, you, uh, handling of the entire situation. There was not a word that came to my ear of any foul play. They were describing uh, how everything was going to go in the uh, plague lands, and I almost saw the look of comfort on some of our people's faces as to what the, their futures were going to be. I'm not sure if that's a compliment to, to Lightning or to Jacob. I'm trying to think about that final five. Grandmaster, since I am now in charge of the Wervians, what is our thinking with them? I'm getting the impression you don't want them too involved in matters that are uh, sensitive. I may, but... Let them earn their way back to that. They showed a huge character flaw. What is that, Grandmaster? The last Roku. And what was that? 
I think people might credit it or look at it as a gift, that type of loyalty that they showed. But it, it makes me nervous. Would you not want someone that loyal to you, Grandmaster? No. I do not understand you, but very well. That seems to be my mantra. <laughs> Let's put the word out for um, five volunteers. Let's see how that goes. I told you how that will go, Grandmaster. Everyone in the entire village will line up at the door. Then we shall take the first five at the door. No, take the, the five closest to death. However you want to quantify that, either by age, illness, things of that nature. Very well, Grandmaster. And this can be their send-off. All right, unless you guys want to do anything specific, or we're going to skip time again. Uh, if I may have your ear for a moment, Grandmaster, would it be out of place to invite any of the Imperial persons to the upcoming day celebration of peace as a show of our good faith? Grandmaster, if you want a day of peace, I do not believe you should have commoners mixing in with our people. With that, I would agree, Tassadar, absolutely. I just think I should mention it. If they will not. They will certainly not be at ease. There may be peace, but there will not be ease. I don't need to make a sign of good faith with the Emperor. No, I think we should just let Suko do her thing and be done with it. Try not to make it more than it already is. All right. We will skip forward ahead to the party. Finally. It is a gala of galas, an event of events, a celebration day of just massive scale. The entire country is on fire. I talk about there is lights everywhere there is not a person alive that is not celebrating uh we'll take our our start at uh, at the main town right you first entered in and music is being played is the so are you saying on the, horseback trucks in parties outside it is everywhere yes outside okay. inside outside around side upside down but where we are now is outside there is music going on there are uh, everyone has come out to celebrate and everyone who's good at something is doing that something. So it is the fawns playing music, right? It is satyrs dancing. There are, uh, there's a, a, a tunnel network that some of the moles have made for the kids to crawl through and have fun. There's puppet shows. There's plays going on. There's food and there's games. If you can think of something to happen, it's happening. And it's fun, and everyone is having joy. There's laughter. You can't you can't go through a moment without hearing somebody laughing somewhere. You go by. Uh, how how are you uh, participating in this, guys? How, what is your extent? Are you looking at it from a distance? Are you there, involved with the people? How is this? How how are you coming across? When we first come across the town, I look to and I ask the master Rokusaki if I may join in the festivities for a little while. I, I look to get his leave first. Of course. Thank you, Master, and I run off into the... Thank you, Master. And I'd like to think, just for the the circumstance of it, I'm in the carriage, but, you know, if it had, like, blinds or whatever, they're open. Gotcha. Just having them slowly, like, creep through everything and kind of... All right, nice, nice. ...poping it a little bit. Not really directly interacting, but I'm there. Okay, all right, cool. You come by, uh, you hear Suko's voice, and you're going by, and you see she's narrating a play, a, a play done with puppets. Oh, wait, one more thing, oh, just yes, for course. the imagery. I yes. have four, besides my regular guard, I have four guys on the roof, like, handing out bottles of sake. Oh, n- <laughs> nice. To partiers. Excellent, excellent. They have, like, cases it. of it, and they're just like... They're throwing out candy fire and trucks, like, going... Nur, nur, a, giving people and it's the rides. good stuff. I had, like, the best reserve I had. Nice. Before. Very well. Yeah, there's like there's birds that have banners and they're flying with them, so banners are moving through the sky. Um, 
And constantly people are letting up these lanterns, these paper lanterns, where the fire makes them rise. The little candles yeah, are Yeah, in. I love those things. And those are being constantly uh, thrown up in the air. Then the birds catch them and they bring them down and they let them go up again. And uh, the play, you can hear Suko narrating. And, you, and you, your cart kind of pulls by and it stops to, to observe it. And you see there's these puppets, kind of chibi almost looking. Uh, very cutesy, if you don't know what chibi means. And... Uh, <laughs> And you see, there's a, it's a, it's a little puppet version of you, David, of the Grandmaster, and you hear uh, Suko narrating, and then the great Grandmaster came across the fearsome dragon's nest, but it was guarded, and then you see like half of the stage is ripped off as Valastraz uh, puts his head in, and uh, it's the real Valastraz. That's your name of your dragon's dad, right? Valstros? I'm not saying that wrong. Ver- no. Vermithrax. Vermithrax, you're right. Vermithrax. He, uh, he kind of rips open, he puts his head, and he gives a big old roar. And the kids kind of go, <gasps> but, you know, they're not super scared, but it's just kind of like a, a fun little thing for them. But Orokusaki stood strong and fell the great dragon with a single arrow. <gasps> And a little like pathetic little arrow hits the dragon, and he and he goes, gets out a roar, and he turns over onto his back. It's supposed to be Vermithrax. It is Vermithrax. Vermithrax is, is acting out. He's the reenacting part. the dragon oh, that's, killed. That's great. Uh, and, he, and he opens up his mouth, and he's a terrible actor. He's like constantly moving, even though he's supposed to be dead. Anyway, all the kids are like, "Yay!" And you you seem to have caught just the tail end of it, and that's how he defeated the great dragons. Yay! It's the end of the thing, and now they're kind of resetting up for the next thing, uh, the next time they're going to show it. And Suko catches you and, and runs by and goes, Dad, having fun? Yeah, I particularly like your little play there. Oh, did you? Boy, you should have seen. It took me like an hour to convince Vermithrax, and we practiced like a thousand times, and he can't even get it right still. Well, while she's doing this, I, I approach Vermithrax. Okay. Uh, he sees so- you, and he goes, My son. I give a low bow. Acting uh, agrees with you, father. He smiles, a very toothy dragon smile, and goes, uh, uh, Lying does not suit you. Be sure not to be too caught up with the festivities. Keep your wits about you. Of course. I, I would not have it any other way, father. It's Suko girl's very brash, <laughs> which is not to her credit. But she is brave. That is to her credit. <laughs> Uh, she's ruthless as well, but I find her very interesting. One must learn to, I believe the humans call it schmooze with your allies. <laughs> schmooze. Yes, I have, I have... Whether or not you wish it. I have learned that such schmoozing is required. They're making me do this like ten times today. <laughs> it's the same play over and over again. Not very creative. <laughs> and you two kind of catch up on things. Son, I have to talk to you. An important event is coming for which you will be a key role. Uh, I say, of course, and I look for a, a quiet, out-of-the-way spot, and I start walking toward it. Yeah, yeah, he, he follows you. You guys go uh, out of earshot of people. I have made deals for you. Deals that will put you in your rightful place. There will be a man to visit the Orokusaki. He will try to convince him of something. 
You must help the Oroku obey and listen to this man. You will know him, for he will have the symbol of death on his robe. Do this, and this kingdom will surely be yours soon after. Very well, father. Have you learned from the Oroku? I have. Has it been worth this effort and time? I believe so, and I believe he will be easily displaced. Very well. This Suko girl, what do you think of her? Arrogant, pig-headed, disobedient, but useful in her own way. Hmm. He breathes out, uh, out of his nostrils, snort almost. She is weak, but her will is strong. Look for an opportunity to use her against him. I do not believe it will be difficult. Of course. For the time you have remaining with the Oroku, learn all you can, for you will not have much longer to learn it. Uh, I nod my head. That kind of... My, my eyes are kind of just like... squinting almost, but I nod my head. As remember, you will know him by the mark on his robe, the symbol of death. Very good. Suko says to you, David, um, oh, you should meet yourself. And grins over, and she pulls a chair out from behind, and he has your puppet. She goes, I think he did a pretty good job portraying the great Oroku Saki. And he bows to you. And he's kind of like, he's like almost like a little red in his face, seeing it's you, and that you realizing that you had seen his, his little... Uh, I look at Suko. <laughs> you had Ichiro playing me? Well, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't have done it if I asked. Mr. I'm always busy f- helping people. Freud would have a field day with that. <laughs> I, I don't know who that is. So I had a little Freudian slut. I mean Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, she looks at you and goes, Freud? Never mind, inside joke with myself. Oh, those are the best jokes. So your play only has me killing the dragon? You see, like, a cheer is still bowing, and she hits him, like, in the stomach and goes, Stand up straight, gosh darn it. What was that, Dad? So your play only has me killing the dragon? That's what you did. That's what the story you told me when we were traveling. Oh, I know, but I've killed so many, many other things, too. But a dragon, I thought, would make really good for the story. And you killed it in one hit, which is cool. One hit KOs, those are neat. And you convinced... Oh, by the way, on top of Vermithrax is a little puppet dead under rider. the rider. It's kind of super undersized for being a dragon. And you convinced Thermifrax to do it without him killing you, so... Clearly... Oh, you wouldn't touch me, I'm your daughter. <laughs> he's all tough and stuff but he's still one dragon versus all of us he wouldn't do anything to jeopardize his safety he's still a dragon eh, I just used your name a lot it worked I'm okay. surprised with saying that you're the daughter of Oroku Saki and Oroku Saki this and Oroku Saki that will get done well carry on then I think I'm going to keep moving through your party here and see what other things you've set up alright you should get out of that carriage and go have fun Stop being a Rokusaki for once and be, and she says quietly, David for a second. Be a person. Maybe in a bit. All right, Ichiro, come on. And she drags him away. And he's like, bye, Grandmaster. <laughs> I motion the carriage to keep going. All right. You come across other such eventful things. And and uh, the one thing that definitely is a ring toss game, and no one is winning because no one ever wins at those games, ever. It's, it's, it's fixed, and I know it. Worst $40 I've ever spent. <laughs> but there's all sorts of things games things for kids um vermithrax you see uh he breathes and he does a big dragon breath onto the ground and it kind of kids back up and then out of the ground like just tearing out of the ground and picking himself out as one who pick himself out of a pool uh pick himself out of the ground is a 
great earth elemental and it kind of it kind of hits its hand as if like you were about to beat up somebody you kind of punch your hand yeah and then gets down and uh lets kids climb all over it, and he starts walking and giving piggyback rides <laughs> i'm hey, kind of for that guy yeah. <laughs> i'm kind of staying close to the back of the carriage like just following it okay the trees there's a bunch of trees there of course uh providing food and stuff kids are climbing them as they would climb any tree because they're kids and they don't know better uh <laughs> Name it, and it's there for you to do. So, oh, David, there's a, you go by a bunch of kids dancing in a circle, singing nursery rhymes, and you hear uh, you have some lame nursery rhyme. And as you're you're riding away, you hear, and I say this not as a joke. The kids start singing: One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better shut the door. You kind of turn around to see it again, and they're singing back that same old song before uh, the generic. Lin Kuei's song. They're not singing Freddy's song. Only David heard it? Yes. You, you know what I do? I try and do that uh, balloon pop thing with the darts. <laughs> okay, alright. Yeah, sure, that's there. They're paper bags, but uh, the nice little inscriptions of dragons and things on them, and, and your dart looks like an arrow. I'm sure Vermithrax would very much enjoy it. <laughs> I want to um, roll a perception through all this, even though I am genuinely just seeing what's going on and trying to take joy in it. As we ride through, and even especially after the kids were, or I heard that singing, this might seem crazy because it, it would be so crazy with the party and everything's busy, but that's what might make this possible. I'm kind of looking through the crowd everywhere we go pretty mm -hmm. intently, intensely and looking for someone that's not partying. Okay, yeah. Someone that's at a place because sometimes it's either easier to spot people at a place at something like that you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah moral perception same thing 30 oh my gosh uh yeah there's some people not partying all the way in the empire <laughs> yes you, you, you do you do uh see uh a group of people actually who are not particularly joyous looking at all not dancing not particularly festive. they just kind of seem to be there talking amongst themselves it is a group of Worvians. it is not the same group that followed Zuko around aside from that nothing everyone seems to be having a good time or engaged in some party activity whether it's running a booth or being at a booth or playing the instruments or whatever well Worvians don't seem like party people so that might not be that strange is there like a dancing circle or whatever? Absolutely. Yeah, people are just so, dancing uh, all over the place. I hop fire, on. Mostly around fire things. Yeah, I hop in and start dancing in one of them for a little while. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, this absolutely enormous, enormous fellow, uh, very jolly looking, is like Santa on large steroids, <laughs> comes over and, large and he grabs your hands and he starts spinning you around uh, in a dance and he's dancing with you. And he has, like, um, what do you call it? A wreath around him of, like, berries and a vine with berries on it. And he has no shirt. Oh, he's just flopping in the wind. And uh, he's just having the time of his life. And you're dancing with him. Nice. Where were the? Where did I see the Wervians, like, in relation to everything else? They would be, uh, they're kind of all grouped up. They're, like... They're, they're not, like, on the outer edges. I mean, they're in the area. They're in the whole party area. They're just not particularly partying. Kind of walk around. They're probably mostly staying around the food. Okay. Yeah, they'll grab uh, some kebabs. You guys don't know this, but Aslanti, very famous for their kebabs. Linkway are just 10 out of 10 kebabs. <laughs> okay, I kind of circle it 
back around. Mm -hmm. And when we come back to where the play's happening. Yeah. And Vermitax, I stop the cart and get out. Okay. And how does it work? Is there like seating? Is it everyone just standing there watching? Uh, it's a bunch of kids sitting on the ground where like a, a blanket has been, a big blanket has been thrown out and there's like a, a little propped up stage. A puppet stage, but stage on the left. Okay, I kind of, I stay off to the, kind of behind diagonally the children so they wouldn't see me like behind okay. them. Yeah, 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 they're immersed in the play. Yeah, and then watch. And there's adults there too, of course, kind of standing around the kids. And watch the play. Okay. Uh, it's the same play as I described before. It, 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 trans it, it covers the events from you fighting the mighty horned men, getting to the eggs, killing the dragon, exploding the eggs. And that's the end of the, the play. I'd say I clap, but I can't clap. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Everyone loves to play, yay. And the parents pick up their kids, and that's when they notice you, and they bow. And like they take their kids and make them bow. <laughs> uh, in a joking way, I say I'm much taller in person. Oh, you get a laugh, definitely. Oh, you get a laugh from the adults mostly. The kids aren't super like, they don't get it, but the adults laugh. Not a, not gut laugh, but sound like they don't want to laugh, but they laugh. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I, to be fair, it was two dragons I killed that day. You were, like look back at each other and stuff. Like saying, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> it's a tough guy over here, gets two dragons. By the way, uh, I, I've described this before, but just in case somebody's listening to this episode, doesn't listen to the other episode. Um, Vermithrax is not an average southern or central dragon. He is a he's like a serpent, a very Asian themed dragon. And that's the other thing when uh, Vermithrax gets up from his acting, yeah. I give him a, a a little respectful bow. He does as well. He bows his head to you, and it looks like he's about to say something to you. But then you hear uh, Grandmaster and somebody from your left, and you look over and there's an adult there uh, holding up one of his kids, and he goes, "Forgive me, but my child would very much like to meet you." Okay, what's your name? child. Quan. His name is Quan. Uh, Quan. How old is he? I kind of, as Dave, as David kind of gets out, I start getting, making my way back toward him. Okay. She's milling around. But I have my guard with me, too. Yeah. That's and Misty. True. Which, by the way, people keep a distance from Misty. Uh, how old is this kid, you think? Like, ballpark. Uh, like, is he a baby? He? Three. Four. Uh, Quan. You wish to meet the Orokusaki? You were in the story. You killed the dragons. I did. And he kind of laughs to himself nervously. Didn't you want to say something, Quan? And he kind of hides his face. And he goes, forgive me, Grandmaster, you know children. What did he want to ask? He said he wanted to be like you someday. This man looks far too old to have a kid. This may be his grandchild. I reach back, like under my cloak. You give him my... a pipe bomb and say, here you go, kid. No, where Keep my this is a memory of me. Where my where my quiver is? Yeah. And I pull it's just like a regular arrow. Yeah, yeah. And I give it to the kid. Okay. And I said, uh, you can't be me without a magic arrow. He smiles and 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 like the, the dad the that's kind of like take it and, and the kid grabs it over and he takes it from you. And as he takes it I'm like, "No, that's magic." So, take care of it. Hmm. And he looks really serious and he nods very intently. Uh, uh, the guy bows again and says, thank you, Grandmaster. Uh, I just give a little yep. bow. And then I turn and walk to the table where he the He stabs you in the back with the arrow. He becomes, yeah, right. becomes Grandmaster. I turn, I ignite him with my nightmare boots. <laughs> <laughs> this party's going to end up real quick. <laughs> I turn and I walk over to the food table where the Warvians were. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 
I'm following way, David closely. It's gonna be like a, almost like point. a picnic area. There's tables and things set up. You get food from anywhere, and you can bring it there to eat it. So that's kind of what it's like. Do any reaction as I approach? Oh yeah, all eyes are on you from the Warbians. Like one like looks at you and eats as things falls out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, I walk over to the table and enjoying the festivities. <laughs> he snaps as a response, and the other, you see like literally the other one of the other Warbians hits him, like punches him. And, uh, like, walks in front of him and says, Yes, Grandmaster. And you're saying these aren't the same ones? These no, are new ones? These are different ones. We haven't had the pleasure of meeting, have we? My name's Snuggles. This is Spot. <laughs> <laughs> Patches, Spot, and Snuggles. Yeah. Grandmaster, I am Huffer. <laughs> are you laughing like that in game? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> you know what? I am. Uh, he looks at you and goes, Is this man under your protection? I apologize. Too much sake. You know how it goes. Uh, hey, I've had a couple a couple too many of me tonight. Uh, uh, forgive me, my good sirs. And I kind of purposefully slur my words a little bit. Okay. To make them think I'm drunk, but I'm not. Fluff check. Darn it, Caleb. That knee was going to make me pull up my dice eventually. 21. He goes, uh, you must forgive my cohort as well. He too has had too much to drink. All right, after he says that, I say, well, it is a party. What? I can agree with. This is some party Suko's got going here. And you know He keeps, what? like, his face towards you, David, but he kind of, like, turns his eyes towards. <laughs> but, you know, I'm Sorry. glad she, she invited you guys. I feel much safer with you around, you know? Is there some way we can serve... And even though this guy is talking sensibly, he still is doing all those mannerisms that the yeah. Warbians do. It's very involuntary. Not right now, I thought. I saw, I saw you, and I thought I would come over and greet you. You honor us, Grandmaster. Well, I'm sure we'll meet again. Enjoy the festivities. I look forward to it. And the one who's like behind him goes, uh, Yeah, you wouldn't want him to lose any time going over pampering his daughter. And, and the Warbian literally tackles him and starts punching him, like, just pummeling him in the ground. <laughs> he's like, you want to get us killed? Um, <laughs> I got an idea. So, like, as the one's pummeling him, yeah, uh, I kind of, I put my hand on the one's shoulder that's pummeling him. He snaps his head to you and, then like, stops. As if I'm getting him to stop and, like, just when the other one that's on the ground, yeah, I would assume, like, loosens up, like, he thinks I'm helping. Yeah, yeah. To stop the situation. Uh huh. I put my foot on his neck so he can't All get right, up. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Normally you make a CMB, but he had he would have such a negative that I'm not gonna make. I'm just roll. thinking this guy already like beat him down, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like he's at a huge yeah. disadvantage. Yep. And I pull the revolver and I put it like right down on his head. Okay. And I say, um, I say it's funny. I was just talking earlier today about people mistaking my kindness. For weakness, and then I cock the hammer, and uh, I look right the thing right in the face, and I'm like, "Should I demonstrate?" The one who was pummeling goes, "Grandmaster, today is a day of peace." I ignore that Wervian, and okay. I look, I still look right at the one I have pinned, uh-huh. and I just repeat it. Shall I demonstrate? I kind of take a look around to see if he's drawing a crowd. But there certainly will be people who look at you just because yeah, you're the yeah. Grandmaster. 
There's uh, maybe three people who kind of are looking at this happening. Uh, you notice that he does not, David does not notice this, only noticed by Thorn. The one who you have the gun to goes, um, Go ahead, show us you finally grew some balls. <laughs> and you hear uh, the other Warvian who is like trying to like save him goes, Fecking idiot. Grandmaster, he is not in his right mind. Mercy, have mercy. This is the drunk one, right? No, this is the one who's trying to get the drunk one to not die. <laughs> no, no, the one on the ground is the drunk one. Correct. Uh, the guy pummeling was the guy trying to get him to shut up. I, I kind of, a bit more seriously, you're a master. He's had one too many in him, just like me. Alcohol makes people do really crazy things. Make a perception check, David. Should you even bother, or should I just tell you everything you want to see? I didn't get a 30 this time, Caleb, now it's a 39. <laughs> I, don't th I can't think of a perception check. I guess when you're asleep... You have realized that Oroku Saki is underneath you with the gun pointed yeah. right at his forehead. 24. You smell no alcohol in his breath. It still smells like dragon breath, but it doesn't smell like booze. It's very possible that maybe it's because he's a lizard that you wouldn't smell it, but... Um, the one that just said, have mercy, I ask, um, are you... Well, real quick, David, while you're doing this, where's David's guard in comparison to him and I? Oh, they're, like, surrounding him. Okay, would they so see him? If wanted to come in, they would come down. Okay, would any of them see, like, me or my back? Sure, unless you're... Yeah, they're surrounding him, how wouldn't they? Okay, so I kind of... At this point, I let my hand fall to my back where I have my kukri okay. stuffed yeah. behind me. So right. they can see me gripping it just in case. Right. Cool. What do you do, David? You are about to say something before Dom interrupted you? The one that asked me to have... Mercy, yep. I kind of cock back to him and I say, uh, Are you loyal to me or a title? You think me weak? Grandmaster, and he is interrupted by you here. Dad! And Suko comes over and like stomps towards you. You get off of him right now! You know what? Today's supposed to be a day of peace. It, you made it a day of peace. It was supposed to be a day for you, and you made it to a day of peace. You put that gun back in its holster right now. By the way, right. for her perception, I rolled a 20. So I could not not have her come over. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, this is gonna be great. <laughs> oh, now I'm scared. Now I do kind of talk loud. Uh huh. Uh, so that whoever is like within earshot would hear me. Uh huh. Uh, and I say, uh, I changed my mind. Today is not a day of peace. Today is the day of uh, the Orokusaki. And I pull the trigger and kill it. The music stops. Absolutely stops. Suko looks beyond surprised she doesn't know how to react to this the uh warvian nears you kind of like backs up as like blood goes goes on him from his friend i immediately jump up on the table uh -huh. i yell out kneel in aslandi everyone kneels except suko and if i know how to say this i do if not someone's you, you can speak as do, do, do the warvians as well yes um literally everyone but suko i point down to the dead Wervian, yeah. and I was uh, this Wervian thought I was weak and questioned me any man here who thinks I am weak, stand no is Suko still standing? yeah she doesn't like nope. stand straighter or anything she's the same but position nope, she was but nobody she's gets like in back shock up. almost nobody gets back up? no, no one uh, Vermin Thrax is not I wouldn't say he's kneeling, it'd be difficult for him to kneel no, right, yeah, yeah I think he's, he's actually just kind of like, he's a, a distance away just looking, just w observing the whole thing. I yell out, I didn't think so. And 
I holster my gun and then just immediately walk into my <laughs> carriage and motion them to move on. All right. Um, okay. It's near sundown now, and you're taken back to the stronghold. As <sighs> you leave, you don't hear music. When you get to the stronghold, there's a sort of like party thing going on there as well. And remember, she was decorating in the stronghold specifically, right? And so there's celebrations all going there. It's mostly Lin Kuei in the stronghold. I don't think there's really anybody who's not Lin Kuei would be in the stronghold. And they're all celebrating um, and dancing. Are there any guards, like, guarding the entrance? Absolutely. There's still guards on duty. Okay. Almost like a ball. It's a little more, um, fancy almost than the other. Not a lot of kids. No kids at all. But yeah, but it's all like Lin Kuei laughing with each other, drinking, having a good time. There's not, like, games. and It's less of a carnival, like... More like you said, more of a more more party, more ball than uh, it is carnival in here in the thing. But here it's super cool. Everyone's having fun stuff. But it's in a one big room. It's all over, no matter where you go, and uh, except for I'm sure some rooms, but many rooms, it's not all packed in one room. You go to the room uh, where those people came in with the grenades. Gotta kill you. You're back in that room, that kind of bar area, right? And uh, someone like ushers you in and says, uh, "Oh, Grandmaster." Uh, I don't know where Suko is, but I'm, I'm glad you're here. Suko said that you would be, uh, this would be the time now to give a speech and to share the name that this holiday will remain uh, as for years to come. And, and he kind of gets everyone's attention and the music stops and everyone gives you your attention. Everyone who has ears to hear will listen as the Grandmaster speaks. Wow, I didn't know I was going to have to make a speech. I'm kind of still looking... Shocked? Un unsettled and shocked. <laughs> well, you guys wanted a demonstration of strength. <laughs> not what I had in mind. Not what I had in mind. Like, in the middle. Poor Worthy and didn't do anything. <laughs> you, all of a sudden, you hear Thorn. Blood prerogative! Blood prerogative! <laughs> what do you say, David? My faithful Minions. servants. My loyal subjects. <laughs> something, something. Dark side. <laughs> Soon our plans to defeat the Empire will be complete. Originally, I wanted this to be a day of peace. and We would have called it the day of peace. But Yorokusaki's honor and strength was called into question. And so from here on, this will be called the day of honor and strength. I'll put the same question before you as I did <laughs> to the town. <laughs> Does any man here think me weak? Let him step forward now. That's what this day is for. It's fairly quiet. And then you hear somebody kind of like in the back where the bars go, Not our Rokusaki! And everyone go, Yeah! And then I just say, Then drink! And I raise the sake and drink it. Everybody's like, Yeah! And the music starts back up again. I don't drink. Right, okay, I assume they have like a seat for me there? Yes. It's a seat okay, of honor. I I say gold throne. <laughs> There's sit. the seat, seat of honor on a little sticker. I sit, I assume I eat and drink whatever it is they have prepared for oh, me. Yeah, great food's brought to you. Great it says drink. made in China on the little handle. <laughs> made in Aslandia. After like, it's dark now. Uh, you can see out of the windows of the fortress the lights still going up in the air. Uh, all very no more noticeable now that it's dark. After a couple hours, Suko comes in. And she, 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 she comes in, of course, with a Chiro. It looks like they're talking about something. And then she turns around and she, she's like really sternly talking to him. You address whatever food or whatever as, as that's happening. And you look back up at Suko, And standing right behind Suko, 
is a man with a cobra head cane and a strange uniform. And he puts his hand up and he runs his hands through Suko's hair. And then he leaves the room. Do I notice this as well or not? You both notice this. I look at David. I immediately stand up and just run. <laughs> straight out do, to where do I do, do do I see where David's running to? Of course. Why wouldn't you, Dom? I, I chase after David. Okay. David, as you go there and you turn the corner, you look the direction what you see just like the end of him as he turns another corner. You run past him, you go past the thing, and this goes on for a couple minutes until you get to your room. In your room, the door is slightly ajar and both your guards are on the ground. I pull my gun and just boot kick right through the door. You burst the door open and your desk is completely plain. Everything's been ripped off of it except for a piece of paper. And nobody's there, of course. Correct. What's the piece of paper say? Paper the paper, it is soaked, soaked in crimson blood. Soggy, you have to like mush it open. It says dot, 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 Jamie. And you look up, standing directly in front of the desk, directly in front of you, is the man with the cane and the limp. He holds his hand out in front of you, uh, both his hands out, one in front of each of your faces, and you both fly backwards, and you fall into, like, an abyss. Um, you are falling in a sky, an endless sky, and it's, it looks like it's set time right before sunset. And you can feel the warmth of the sun in your face, and you're falling through clouds, and all of a sudden you feel you realized how pressured you've been lately both of you and you kind of feel it melt away you don't think about fighting you don't think about danger you feel safe you finally feel relaxed and you felt like you haven't felt relaxed for years and to your mind, everyone you love is safe. Everyone you care about is back. Everything is fine. You fall into this endless sky. You, you go through a cloud and you get a little wet from going through the mist. Then something breaks you out of this tranquil state. You hear... And you look down, and the ground is coming faster and faster. Now there's a ground, and right below you are train tracks, and there's a train coming through. And you're falling at a rate where it looks like you're going to fall right on top of the train. But you're not that nervous about it. As you fall, you come, and you intersect with the very last car, and the roof is gone of the last car. And you gently land on the floor of the last car. The roof reappears on the the car that you're in and all that sense of peace and all that is gone again it's all gone you feel just as you were before and you can really it's loud hearing the train the train is kind of an old-fashioned train black smoke is coming out of the pillar of the smokestack and you're in this train car at the very end of the train car stands kaiser soze and he he um turns around and goes through the, the door kind of automatically opens and closes behind him, and then you're, you're you're kind of snapped out of it. You can do what you want again. What do you do? I check for my stuff. You have everything. Awesome. I check to make sure David's okay. I'm like enough of this, and I go to the doors. Okay, you go to the door, which has like a window, two windows in it, because uh, it opens up from the center to the outside, 
and uh, a rogue uh, um, Kaiser is just staring at you through there. It's a wrapped face. There's no face to look at. It's just a wrapped face. It's just looking directly at you. The door does not open. I cast lightning bolt on the door to like blast right through it into him. Okay, uh, a lightning bolt hits it, uh, and you see like the electricity spreads throughout the entire car, but nothing seems to happen to the door. Kaiser Soze steps aside, and there's a chair, and there's a girl in the chair with a sack over her head, and he pulls the sack off, and there is Lucy. And he pulls over, and he, 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 he has something in his hand, he puts a collar around her neck. And the collar has eight shotgun cartridges, and he pulls back the hammer over each shotgun cartridge, there's a pin on the back of it, and he pulls the pin, and there's this old-fashioned round timer. And Kaiser stands back in front of the window to block her again, and he points up. You look up, and there's a digital display of red numbers, kind of like an alarm clock, above the door, and it says 60, 59, 58, 57, and you hear... And you turn around, and there is the chainsaw maniac. <laughs> you see a, a key around his neck and a chain, and he tucks it into his shirt. Then you poof, everything goes black, and blaring in your ears is... Everything is dark. You can see absolutely nothing except the puppet, and the puppet is directly in between you two. The puppet looks over at, at uh, David and... Looks over at Thorn. Everyone roll initiative. Marvelous. 17. 27. You suddenly become acutely aware that there is a man with a chainsaw in your room, and the, and the, and the sound of the chainsaw is filling the chamber. Combined with the train, combined with this blaring song, you don't. You are gonna have a very difficult time telling where the maniac with a chainsaw is. Well, if the chainsaw is running, that would help. That's what I said. Between the sounds of the chainsaw running and the train and this blaring song, you can't quite triangulate where this guy is. It's echoing all around this this chamber. David, you go first. What do you do? Well, first I put on my blink ring. The puppet is directly adjacent to you, in between you and Thorn. And the chainsaw maniac was at the other end of the. You're at one end of the uh, the train car. He was at the other end. So it's David, Spanish flea, me, chainsaw guy. Uh, no, you're perpendicular. You guys are flat against that door almost. Mm -hmm. So it's you on one side of the door, David on the other, and then the puppet in between you. So you're all in a line, so you're all equidistant from the chainsaw guy. Make sense? Okay, as my swift action, yeah. I activate the smoking on my nightmare boots. Okay, what does that do? It grants me concealment for the through this whole turn. Okay. Basically what it does is it just makes me harder to see, and it gives a 20% mischance of anything that comes at me through my turn. And that's combined with the mischance from your ring, right? Well. Yeah, and then one time I can do this only once. If at any point something comes within five feet of me, I can also ignite it on fire while I'm doing this. Like, okay. Meaning if the thing's lost track, I mean, is like standing right next to me, I can just set it on fire. Okay. But I can, I can smoke myself three times. I can only ignite once. Okay. And yeah. then, just for giggles, I take a shot. All right. Make a perception to see if you can't try to, to figure out through the chainsaw noise where he's at. Uh, 26. Okay, uh, and then now I need you to roll uh, to hit. 27. Okay, and now I need you to roll a D100. 68. Okay. Uh, you kind of like just... You quiet your mind. I know that you have different techniques you have to be able to do this. 
you just listen, you hear the chainsaw. And you almost with your eyes closed turn your gun to the chainsaw. Then you open up your eyes and you pull, and you hear <laughs> as the shot goes off. Then you hear uh, stomping, uh, the chainsaw guy is moving throughout the train car, but you can't quite determine where he's moving, but you hear movement, and you hear the chainsaw getting louder. <laughs> Do I roll a damage? Uh, absolutely. And I assume he's evil? Yes. Eight. Oh, 11 damage total. Okay. You hear the chainsaw guy move? Okay. Guaranteed hit. Now, uh, I need to roll for the concealment. Uh, concealment, I rolled the 10, so that will not get past even your concealment. Um, a chainsaw <laughs> goes right by your face, David. <laughs> um, it was a big swipe. I said somebody was trying to cut you in half. Uh, but misses. Uh, now it is Thorn's turn. Yeah, I cast Magic Missile at the Spanish Flea. So, Magic Missiles, what they're cool about is that they always guarantee a hit, but you see them explode all over the, the, the puppet, the, ma the, ma the marionette, is probably a better word for it, yeah. and it does absolutely nothing to the marionette. It looks really? completely unfazed by it. Uh, I'm gonna shift over next to David. So be in front of the puppet? Yeah. Okay, cool. Puppet's turn. The puppet uh, kind of turns its body to you, uh, Thorn, and... Uh, just lays its hand on your shoulder. Make a uh, fortitude save. Twenty-four. Okay, nothing seems to happen. Making I just looked at him. Sup, dude. <laughs> um, it turns its head left. Um, almost like it, like the string dropped on it, and its head goes left. Oh, Dave, Mike, how's your mum? Dave, what do you do? Um, when the thing took a swipe at me with the chainsaw, I saw the chainsaw. Yes, you now it came out of the darkness, so you have a very good idea of what space right. is in. So I just take the gun in two shots, you know, just right into the extension of the chainsaw. Okay, you still need to roll. Uh, he still does have concealment, so you still have to roll a D100. But don't forget that I have um, on this gun, one of the enchantments was ho the Honun bullet. Uh-huh. And basically the way that works is if the shot is within his five-foot square, it just hits him. Oh, that's good. Uh, because you know where he is, you don't need to make a perception check to see where he is. So you're guaranteed to try to hit him, um, but because he has concealment, whether or not you're able to get exactly where he is, is uh, is is what the roll is about. So let me just make sure everything is very clear. In darkness, you need to roll perception to see if you can figure out what space the person's in, and then when you attack, concealment gives you a 50% chance to miss. So, so by being right next to him and knowing where he is, you don't need to make that first perception roll. That's what your benefit is for knowing where he is. So I'm just rolling my two shots. Yep, and then you're rolling uh, the 50% miss chance. Okay, first shot is 29, 22. Okay, and now roll two, D two D100s. You want 51 or above? Uh, one hit. Okay, what was was the first or second one? The second one. All right, well, actually it won't matter because you haven't rolled damage yet. Roll damage for one attempt, one successful. Here, you can hear a ricochet, and the next one you hear hit flash, and you're... Oh, by the way, you see the timer now? Uh, it now says 54 uh, seconds. 23 damage. Oh, nice. He uh, retaliates. And he does a, uh, a horizontal swipe right where your neck should be. But first, he must attack roll. Okay, that's definitely a hit. And then just roll the blink ring, because my concealment's done. Okay, what's the blink ring? Physical attacks consume 50% mischance. And I rolled a 43, so... You kind of lean back and it goes across where your nose is. <laughs> and it is now uh, Thaddeus' turn. Thorns. Thorns' turn. Why do you have to have another T? 
I see T, I think Thaddeus. T-H. You can always just make it Thaddeus to make it easier. T-H-A! Oh my gosh, I can't, like, I have to write your whole name down. I can't just do initials. Like I said, you could just make it Thaddeus to make it easy on the rest of us. <laughs> what do we do? I'm gonna do a pool strike. Okay. And uh, I take one arcane point from my arcane pool. Okay. And it releases a charge of 2d6 of energy level. Uh, for me, it's a 4d6 energy damage. Okay. Of acid, cold, electricity, or fire. All right. And is this like a is this part of a strike? What is this? Part it of a melee is, attack? It's a melee attack, yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make a melee attack. Electricity. See if that works. Three. Add your modifier, buddy. You don't know what this thing's AC is. It's a puppet. It could have an AC of three. You don't know. Nine. Yeah, you miss. Uh, it is now the puppet's turn. And the puppet um, looks at you again and puts both hands on you. Oh! It misses. It goes to put your hands on you and you kind of back up and it misses. Just kind of boom! Yep. And then its hand hits the floor and then it straightens back up. They're very janky movements as if it's being controlled by strength. Uh, bring it back to David. David, now the timer says 48. What do you All right. Same thing. I'm ch I guess I still have a pretty good idea where it is because it's swiped again. Yep, no perception check. You know where it is. I got a 29 twice for both shots. All right, so then we'll do the 100. One hit. All right, roll one damage. By the way, I take it you've swift action reloaded it each time. Keep track of me bolting your gun. Yeah. Uh, 10 damage. All right. And you hear another scream. And it is now uh, the chainsaw guy's turn, and the chainsaw sound gets a little bit quieter. And then you hear, as a chainsaw comes out of the darkness at you. Um, out of the darkness. Does a 21 beat your AC? No. Alright. And it lands behind you. And it's on the floor, and it's like spinning around. Oh, he threw it at me. Yep. Daddy's turn. Thorin's turn. You know what? I cast healing hands on David. <laughs> okay? If, we're gonna, if you're gonna keep doing that, give me his ability. That's great. Thaddeus was somebody who faced the body before. And I killed him. I killed him in one shot. Why? Because I was freaking holy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to meta, but I was hoping you'd remember how we did it last time. It's the positive uh, stuff that hurts it. I know. I don't have any of that. Uh, He's not a cleric. You know, I'm just gonna take a swipe at it with my sword. Okay. Twelve. You hit it, but uh, it doesn't damage. Doing not even leaving a mark. Even if I have a special sword. Uh, what's your sword do? What's so special about your sword? It's a sort of dichotomy. What's I kind of made it myself. What does it mean? It does cold and fire damage. Nah, it does nothing. Uh, you move action still. Move up into his face. Okay, you're already up in his face. Um, can I switch that to an attack? No. Oh, it has been a long time since we did battle if you asked that question. Yeah, I haven't... You can switch attacks for moves, but you can't switch moves for attacks. Oh, no. you can do a full round attack, actually, yeah. That's true. That's what I was about to say. Like, I used to do it with Thaddeus all the time. Yeah, I guess full round I attack. Don't... Yeah, yeah. So I have, like, nothing that can hit this guy. I take another swipe out with my sword, then. Okay. Fifteen. You hit it, but it does nothing. Of course. Puppet's turn. And the puppet, um, touches you again. Does a... 23 hit your AC. Yes, it does. You touch AC. Alright. Make a fortitude save. 18. Okay. Cool, nothing happens to you. Uh, now it is uh, David's turn. David, now the clock reads 42. Now, I see the puppet, right? Yes, it's right next to you. Okay, my first shot, I shoot at the puppet with my holy revolver. Okay. 
The puppet does not have any concealment, because for some weird special magical reason, it, you can see it perfectly clearly no matter where it is in the darkness. And I roll a... 32. Hit. Don't bother doing damage. As you hit it, you hear it... And it disappears. And the room goes back to normal lighting. And you see... You can now see the Chainsaw Maniac is on the other side of the room. Second shot. 33. Hit. 10 damage. You shoot him, and he... He falls back, hits the wall, then falls forward. And that ends the combat... Ends the end of initiative. Okay, I run right over to it. And grab the key. Okay. You grab the key. Uh, you go over, and... Uh, so you go over, the door goes... And opens up, and there's a uh, there's a little slot. There's a there's a padlock on the back of this collar. I uh, run right over and unlock it. All right, it uh, it, it uh, unlocks and you drop the thing over. And by the way, as soon as you killed him, the timer froze, and uh, you pull the thing off her, and she is you would know your daughter better than I would. However, she would think she'd be reacting to the situation, bawling her eyes out, and she sees it's you. Her eyes light up and she grabs onto you. What well, if she sees my mask? Oh, you're wearing your mask, you're right. I lift the mask so she can see me. Ish. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just scoop her up. All right, you got her. And you can see through the window in the next car is uh, is, is uh, another train car. I reload my gun fully. Okay. Uh, I kind of jog past him. Put the girl down. Come on, let's go. You you, just, you describe how she's reacting because you will know her far better than I will. You can do a little jamming for yourself. I would think that she was crying, but like most little kids... And when I picked her up, they get kind of a sense of that it's serious, you know? Uh -huh. So she's probably just gone, like, quiet and limp. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't put her down. I let Tharn go in front. All right, cool. The next train car is empty as before. Uh, and uh, But you can see standing in the window of the next door is uh, Kaiser. You go up to the window, and he stands aside, and there's another little girl, slightly older, pulls the mask off. There's Elsa. And he puts a collar on her. Pulls the the thing above you starts counting down from 60 and then you you feel um you feel a chill and you turn around and there is victor freeze and he says uh i told you i learned from my mistakes mr cohen let's see you run around behind me this time when your feet are turned to stone and out from behind him walk the two dogs the two dogs made stone statues one's kind of bluish one's kind of reddish remember these guys before they came with a chainsaw maniac and if they ever attacked you they would grab on you and your leg would become stone you hear the sound of uh, his gun recharging And the gun pops out of his holster and he grabs it. Everybody roll initiative. 15. I rolled the same initiative for both dogs. Uh, nine. Uh, Freeze pulls out uh, his gun and he fires at uh, you, David. Make a reflex save. You were flat-footed, remember. 18. Okay, it gets right past your head very close and then it starts freezing like the wall behind you. But it's a miss. He moves about 15 feet closer to you. Making it uh, Thorn's turn. I am going to use Fireball. Oh, cool. Do it. 12. As a hit, go ahead and uh, calculate damage. Okay, and since I'm level 9, it's 96. 28 damage. Oh, nice. Both dogs. Oh, what's half of 28? 14. One dog explo uh, explodes into pieces. The other dog is falling apart. 
Looks like a feather could fall on him and he would die. Uh, Freeze uh, kind of puts his hand up and says, uh, uh, and like kind of just shields his face and goes, uh, Fire versus ice. Sounds like that's the way a child would try to fight me. David's turn. I shoot at the other dog that's falling apart. Okay. 25. You hit it and it explodes into pieces. How far away is he from me? 20 feet? Nah, 15. It's the second time I brought the puppet in and I still didn't get to bestow any negative levels. I'm so upset about this. With my move, I was up against like where the door was. Yeah. So I put Lucy down like into the corner mm-hmm. and then kind of turn and f- stand in front of her. Uh-huh. That's my move action. Okay. And then uh, with my swift action, I ignite concealment again. The timer is now dis- displaying 54 seconds. Freeze goes over to you, David. 29 versus your CMD. Yeah, beats it. All right. He grabs you by the collar and picks you up. Oh, wait. I'm up with concealment, Yeah. Though. I'm not getting uh, a definite answer here, but I'm going to say it will not. Really? Even though it's like basically he's reaching into a cloud. It's not a. It's not an attack. He's not melee attacking. He's not a range attack to, uh, to whether or not it's going to hit you. He's picking you up. I feel like he could just feel around till he finds you and then grab you. Unlike an attack, which is a, a single swipe, and either the person's there or not. You know what I mean? If I'm grabbing you, he can reach in and find you. Okay. Uh, so he grabs you and he pulls you out of the cloud and picks up, uh, picks you up and says, um, I know what you're thinking right now. You're concerned about your family. I understand that. Really, of all the people here, I really do. Everyone around here, everyone's always ready to die. But you and I, we know different. In the real world, things are very different. You just need to look around you. Nobody wants to die that way. People die of disease and accident. Death comes suddenly and there's no notion of good or bad. It leaves not a dramatic feeling, but great emptiness. When you lose someone you love very much, you feel this big empty space and think, if I had known this was coming, I would have done things differently. But unfortunately, you're between me and my life. And he throws you on the ground and he like tosses you over to um, to Thorin in that way that uh, he can face you both at the same time. And that ends his maneuver. You take no damage, but you are prone. It is now Thaddeus' turn. Uh, Thorin's turn. Hey, you're the one with the first three letters. I can't even... Usually I have just the first letter F for Freeze, T for Thorin, D for David. But I can't even do TH? Nope. T-H-A? Nope. Uh, where's David's daughter and all this? Ooh. We just messed up. What? You had to roll for my blinking. There oh, would have been a not, chance. You're actually physically there when he picks yeah. you up. Yeah. I oh, come been on, bl- it'd be a lot less cool if he misses. Uh, I need a 51 or above? 56. Ah. It does happen. <laughs> Close, good thought. Thorin, what do you do? Where's David's daughter and all this? He is now behind Freeze. He's in between you, you two, and her. Jeez. Let me put it this way. If I use burning hands and a cone of fire shoots out of me, am I going to hit her? Yep. Can I close the distance? To get right in front of him? To get right in f- the distance it would take to be in between her and him. Yes, the spot David was in. Yes, you could. But you would uh, suffer an attack of opportunity. That's obviously not an option. Ugh, that changes everything. Crap! Um, you know that you stink. You know that you really stink. <laughs> okay. I don't like you. Uh, I cast invisibility. Okay, you go. You vanish, David. He vanishes. Uh, now, if you move behind him, you won't get an attack opportunity because he can't see you. Yeah, I move behind him. All right. You vanish, and he kind of looks left and right and goes, "Smart move, killing my dogs and then turning invisible." But you will not succeed. I am smarter than you. I am stronger than you. David's turn. I charge him. Okay. Turn on my last concealment. 
When you charge, is that like a melee? It, 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 it depends what you're trying to do here. What you, what's exactly you're trying to do? I'm going to tell you. you when I, when you charge with the boots on, uh -huh. he gets a 20% miss chance of attack of opportunity plus okay. my blink ring miss. Uh huh. Um, but I can command the boots to ignite. Okay. It's basically I'm running into him and setting him on fire. All right, cool. Yeah, this is this is a, this is a um, it's a uh, melee attack. But it, yeah, it needs me to roll like whatever I guess my highest right. melee is. But huh, I'm trying to think of how you melee attack with. Well, I do. I have pistol whip. It's true. So what? Uh, so when they ignite, does it just? I think I have to hit them just to get them to ignite. It's basically that's how they know what to set on fire. I guess is what I hit. Uh, do they do they set fire things around them or just the thing you hit? Uh, the way I understand it, it, it's like a magic thing. It ignites him. Oh no! All everything within five feet. When the wearer hits a creature with a melee attack, you can command the boots to ignite. With the boots ignite, all creatures within a five-foot radius take two d six points of fire damage. Yep. So yeah, you can ch yeah go ahead and charge. He'll have a miss chance against you. I take it Lucy's not in his square. No, absolutely not. You only hit him. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, make your uh, melee attack. This sucks. Twenty four. Oh shoot! You better hope he gets the miss chance, David. This is the same way he killed. Uh, Remember, it's 20% and 50%. Alright, so 20% he succeeded. And the 50% he succeeded. Oh my gosh. Does... What? Oh my... And he confirms a critical. He rolled 20, then a 19. And 24 is a miss? 24 was a miss? No, 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 no. I, I wasn't... I don't remember saying miss. Sorry if I said miss, but... I, didn't. I didn't even hear your attack roll. 24 is a hit. But I was rolling his, uh, his thing first. Okay. Um... As you come at him, he says, um, Oh, David, you let your passion get a hold of you. My defenses are impenetrable to anything you can bring at me. And you come, he slams you in the head, and you hit him at the same time, like like, like the Rocky movie where they both hit each other in the face at the same yeah. time, right? And I'll roll his damage first, just real quick. 25 damage as he clonks okay. you in the jaw. Roll he has to roll a reflex save. Yeah, it's just a half the damage, though. And he saves DC it. 13? He saves it. He did? Yeah. Man, he's a lucky guy. He just has it, though. A uh, four. As the fire goes out, it kind of pants and goes, You've learned some new tricks. Dog recon. One of the dogs reconstitutes. Speaking of tricks, sick him. And the dog runs over and bites at your heels, David. I'm, I'm guessing 18 does not hit your AC. No. And bites and misses your, your feet. The timer now displays 48 seconds. Freeze. Hey, he's going to shoot you. He's going to shoot you with his gun. He's going to shoot you. Save. And I'm going to give you a minus five to it because you're right next to him. He was just chill. <laughs> nice. 19. So, uh, 31. Oh, you, you skillfully died. Oh, wait. What, what was the minus? Minus? Five. Uh, 24, 26. He still skillfully dodge it. As he that was like, that was like a Curtis the Cowardly Dog kind of thing. Like the, like the blast comes and he's just like, his stomach sucks and he's like, and just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here, you know, tss. And he puts the gun in his holster and he starts charging, uh, making it Thorn's turn. You said it right! Yeah. I'm gonna stab him right in his back. Do it. 12. Uh, 12 is a miss. Even though I'm right behind him? Yeah. You have to be right next to somebody to make to even make a melee attack. You don't get a bonus for being able to hit somebody. <laughs> I'm right behind him, though. It gives you a. You get a plus two for flanking. Right behind him means absolutely nothing, except 14. for the fact that for freeze you can actually try to hit him. Then 14 would, yes. would be 14. Okay, no. I'll, I'll attack again. Fine. I got the three. Screw it. Oh, yeah. You swipe, swipe, and 
Uh, you now are no longer invisible. When you attack, you break out of invisibility. Okay. And Freeze turns his head and goes, Clever girl. And, <laughs> <laughs> and it is um, David. Now, am I in front of him? Yeah. And Thorin's behind him, so he can't be facing both of us. Correct. How would I do that? Is there a way to maneuver behind him? Well, moving would get attack opportunity for both him and the dog. But to get behind him, yes, you can get uh, close enough behind him, where you're not directly behind him, but close enough that you can attack his back in one move action. But you would take two attacks of opportunity. All right, I try it. 25 versus your AC? Uh, yeah. 21 versus your AC? No. Well, an 85 gets through it. Oh my gosh. These guys are getting the luckiest rolls. I know, it's the best thing. I, I love this die. Who got through it? Uh, the dog missed, but Freeze did. But do I still get to the spot? 19 damage. 19 damage, but you get to the spot. As you go, um, like, he elbows you in the face. Okay, I still get it one shot, though, right? You get one shot. Ah, 20. <laughs> 20. It, of course. Do have to roll to confirm? Yeah. 22. Is a confirmed critical. And remember, the first die, first roll is max. Actually, you do times four crit, right? Oh, gosh. Yeah, don't bother rolling. I mean, if you really want it, you can. It's up to you. You're the... I'll just save some time. You, uh... You shoot him, and you it goes through the front of his suit and out the end. And he grabs his gut, and he falls on his knees. And here, system failure, catastrophic breach, locking down suit, going into lifesaver mode. And you hear a bunch of lock, and you can see he can't physically move. He can't move any of his joints. And uh, end of initiative, what do you do? Can I grab the key? You can. And he's like, you can't win, David. You cannot win. I grab the key. And then I like kick him over, I guess, because he's just yep. like he falls over like a statue. And I just look at him. I'm like, that's twice now. Is his gun on his hip? Yeah. Can I take it? Sure. After like a, a, a couple seconds, uh, um, you're. And opens up. I take it. I look at him. Souvenir. Sweet. And I kind of catch up with Plus, David. Plus, Dom, don't forget in all this, you have a gun. I do, don't I? Yeah, I but he, he'll do so much better with all his other stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, his I spells run and his ability to strike while casting spells will do better. do great. Yeah. I run back over and pick up Lucy uh -huh. and, and run to the door. All right. The door opens up. You use the key and you unlock the collar off of Elsa. She's freaking out, but I knew I like. Uh, kneel down and hug them both, and I'm like, you have to be quiet now. Okay. And she she goes quiet. All right, you go to the next room. David's just dad of the year over there carrying two kids over to the next room. Same thing, but the next car is the the engine, and there is Kaiser, and he stands aside, and you see a grown woman, and he pulls the thing off, and it's Jamie. Puts the call around her, pulls the pin, points up, timer, 60 seconds, starts timing down. And you hear, well, well, well. And you turn around, and there is uh, Harry Hex. Heck. You put your kids down, and they throw all their weapons. Uh, you see uh, the other guy standing next to him is the vet, the Vietnam veteran. He doesn't have his M16, though, but he pulls out his pistol from his holster at the same time Harry does. Uh, Everybody roll initiative. 28. 16. Uh, Dave, you get to go first. And... Uh, and by the way, when you turn around, there is now um, like knee-high uh, walls uh, kind of set up on the ground, kind of interspersed around the car. Maybe you may waist high about. Anyway, 
What do you do? Uh, take a shot at Heck. 27. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then I take a shot at the other guy. Should I roll that first or just do Heck first? Do Heck's damage first. Is he evil? He is. Uh, 12 damage. Okay. You get him in the shoulder and you go, son of a bitch! <laughs> Second shot's going at the soldier. Okay. Uh, 19. Yeah. Mr. Heck's not fast on the draw, is he? Not as fast as David was. <laughs> Give you a hint, though, he's faster than you. Mm -mm. Uh, 11. Alright. Heck's turn. Heck, he goes up against cover, ducks down, and, and pulls out the gun, and it, um, uh, he has his, his magnum, his revolver. And he points it at you, David, and he gets out uh, one shot because he moved. 17 versus your touch AC. Nope. What's your touch AC? 18. Uh, the shot phew, goes right past your head. Very close, though. Whew, skims your ear, a little blood. And, and I was blinking. back behind cover. Now it's uh, Thorn's turn. I shoot the frost gun in their dire general direction. In their general direction? Pick a guy. Uh, Mr. Heck. Heck uh, needs to make a reflex save, and nice. uh, he fails. You freeze Heck. He's frozen behind the cover. That's your standard. You gotta move. Can I shoot the gun again? No. I sit. I get behind David. You get behind David. Okay. <laughs> I'm blinking, dude. That might be a mistake. He gets behind him. Better than nothing. Now it's uh, the veteran's turn, and, he, and he's like, uh, "Mother of mercy!" He runs forward, like ducks behind cover, and gets up, and he takes his uh, his semi-automatic and lets out um, his 1911 Colt. Yep, takes his Colt and he fires two rounds. Uh, the benefit of having this Colt is that even if he moves, he can still make a full round attack. And they're both going at uh, Thorin. 19 versus your touch. 19 versus my... Yeah, you just beat me by one. And uh, 18. Yeah, you beat me. Everything here is going to be touch AC because it's all guns. Uh, okay, both both shots connect. 10 damage. Third. And then That's the not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Second shot. Uh, this is bad as I thought it was going to be. 12 damage. <clears throat> they hit you in the chest, man. Uh, it is now David's turn. The timer now says 54. Is drinking a potion a full round thing? It's a move action. Just a move? Yep. Alright, I drink one of my potions of cure wounds. Do I even have to tell you or just do what it says? Just do what it says. Uh, could do standard though. We can do your standard. Shoot at the soldier. 35. That's a hit. 13 damage. Nice. Even though he's behind cover, you get him. But it kind of like nicks him in the shoulder or nothing. Uh, uh not in a heart or nothing. Hex, turn Hex, gets to make a strength check, which is difficult, and he fails. <laughs> Thorin's turn. Um, shoot with the freezes gun. Okay. It's reflex save. He succeeds. And, uh, the gun here deep. As it's out of, out of energy. Maybe. I'm gonna get behind cover. Okay. You jump forward and get behind cover. You now have a plus 40 raise. <laughs> The vet's turn. The vet uh, is like mother of birth. And he pulls out his radio and he goes, uh, Whiskey 6, Whiskey 6, this is Whiskey 7, come in. You know, read your Whiskey 7, go ahead. I got Charlie crawling up my ass down here. Where's my air support? Whiskey 7, it is on the way. Five by five. Okay, be advised, Whiskey 7, LZ is hot, 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 hot. Shh, read you loud and clear. Coming in hot and heavy. Keep a low profile down there. And, he's, and he smiles, and he peeks his head over the counter, and he goes, i get my heads down if I were you. We got company. And he, he lies prone. And you can hear in the distance.
And now as it just shreds the wall of this uh, this car, it is blaring loud. Between the sounds of now outside the train tracks, the sound of this minigun going, the sound of it blaring the song, and the sound of the rotors, it is a cacophony of sound. At this point, from now on, you cannot communicate with each other at all. You can hear nothing but just this cacophony. Everyone make reflex save as a minigun just sprays bullets into this room. 21. 21 to save. I think that's the second time I've ever made that save. I don't like doing it. 29. You will take half damage. Only half. Uh, everyone take 30 points of damage. Oh 30? God. Yep, some bullets hit you. It's almost like only one or two bullets hit you. You're lucky you didn't get hit with a couple of them. And now there is just like the top half of this train has like been shredded, right? Question. Could yeah. I have seen if Joe Heck got a uh, Harry. Shot? Harry Heck, I call him Joe Heck. Uh, you can make a perception sure to see if you see him. 14 plus 9. Yeah, he got hit. About as bad as you did. Because he was sitting behind cover when you froze him. David's turn. The clock now reads 48. And the helicopter does not fly away. It's right there. It makes a pass and... And then the gun stops spinning. It's just hovering there? Yep. And the soldier, can I shoot at him or is there a penalty for that? You can enemy just because cover gets plus four to his AC, but you certainly can try to shoot. And what's the penalty for shooting at the pilot? There is no penalty. I mean, you're just shooting at some other person. Okay, with my move, I I drink my potion. I try to shoot through the glass at the pilot. Okay, it's tinted, but you're shooting where you, where of course the pilot would have to be. Twenty-seven. Seventeen. Okay, you shoot a hole into the thing, and you see the helicopter kind of rocks back and forth, and you. Uh, Harry gets to make another strength check. Of which he succeeds! Uh, <laughs> Ricks out of the glass. But he's jacked up, right? He got hit by the He got gun. hit just as bad as you guys did. And he screams out, MOTHERFECKER! He, uh, that's his standard. So his move is he, he hops over the, uh, the barrier and comes closer. And, uh, Thorin's turn. Uh, I'm gonna use one of my potions of cure wounds. Okay. Cure, cure major wounds. Alright. Where are they? Where are they? Where'd they go? You do that. At, tell me what your standard action is, and you can do that in between turns. I'm gonna flare burst. Okay. Kind of. Yeah, um, it does. Except it affects all creatures in a 10-foot radius burst from the target point. Uh, this can tr uh, creates a burst of light. It can cause a burst of few creatures dazzled for one. Don't minute. read it to me. Just tell me. Give me. I don't need the, all the lore behind it. Just tell the me. The creature what it does. is dazzled for one minute unless it makes a successful fortitude save. What's the fortitude save? DC 13. It's not dazzled. Frazzle Dazzle. Darn it, okay. Alright. Uh, Unless I can do anything else. Alright, you drink. Alright, cool. Uh, making it uh, the veteran's turn, and you hear him go, FIRE IN THE HALL! And he stands up and he, he pulls a, uh, the, with his teeth, he pulls out the pen, lets go of the hammer, or whatever that throwback thing is called, and throws a frag grenade at you. Uh, and at who? And it lands at your feet, David. It's gonna, it'll still, the explosion would hit both of you. I kick it back at him. And then for his move action, he hops forward and he goes closer to you in cover, making it Davis' turn. I... Oh, the timer now reads 42 seconds. With my move, I kick the grenade back. Okay. Uh, he's going to get a plus 8 to his AC for you to hit this against him because you're kicking and there's a bunch of chest-high walls in the way. So roll at a minus 8. Uh, it's 23. You kick it and it you kick it in an arc and it goes over and you hear, Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Uh, I shoot Harry. 
Nah, it's not a move action. Oh, a move. That was a standard. Yeah. Uh, for the move, then I, once I kick the grenade up and see that it went over, I immediately, like, crouch down behind. Right, right, right. Uh, I'm like... <laughs> Harry, Harry looks to his right where the grenade is and goes, Sorry, brother. And he jumps over and he's right next to you now, Thorin. He takes a knife out of his boot and tries to stab you right in the kidney with it. Bring it on, jerk off. 27 for Series C. That's a strong attack. Yeah, he gets it. You know, it's a high dice roll. Critical. It's a confirming of a critical. Oh, you jerk. Yeah, but he's using a knife, so I'm not totally... 37 damage. Oh, my God. I'm, on, I'm done. What's your... What's your Roll health? a new character. <laughs> what's your health? Minus one. Okay. You, uh, David, you see his body vanishes. And Thorin, you're kind of looking from above, and you can see the whole battlefield, right? Uh, you can do w uh, one of two things. You can only do it once. At any point, you can make somebody re-roll. Whether it's David re-roll an attack, mm -hmm. or if somebody attacks David, him them re-roll, or if they make a reflex save, re-roll. At any point, you can make one person do one re-roll. Okay. All right. Or... There's no or there? Sorry, I'm going to say one of two things. Was Either make, I re-roll or yeah, they Yeah, I misspoke. You can do okay. one thing, which is make anyone re-roll at any given time, but once. Only can one. Can I make Mr. Heck re-roll that last one? No! <laughs> um, and this grenade's got a long fuse. The, it does not. I'm about to say it explodes. <laughs> and the vet goes, uh, you're not saved, David. Nothing. And <laughs> explodes, and he splatters. He's gone. Uh, and uh, a bunch of that cover is now destroyed. And Heck uh, kind of looks up and he squares off at you and he has the knife and he kind of has it in front of him, uh, like uh, ready to combat with the knife. And he's like, come on, come at me, come on. Uh, I lift my gun and say, you know the old saying, knife to a gunfight. Yeah, I know what the saying is. I'm smiling because that was what he was going to say to you before you interrupted him. He's going to go, look at you guys, always bring a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> uh, first shot is 34. <sighs> Second shot is 26. Okay. Both hit. Oh. Before it's your turn, it's a helicopter's oh. turn. What am I thinking? Reflex save. Harry falls to get a plus four to his AC. Uh, not helpful at all. He gets do, hit. What's yours? Do, uh, 29. 29. All right, you do save. Uh, take 21 points of damage as Harry is shredded by the machine gun fire. There is no more Harry Heck to fight. Okay. Okay. Uh, two shots at the pilot. Okay. Oh, 30. yeah. Now the timer reads thirty-six. Thirty-two. Okay. And thirty-one. Both hits. Six, That's twelve, twenty. Uh, it's for both. Yep, twenty. All right. And the thing just kind of goes down a little bit and just clips the ground, and then as soon as it happens, it's just as if it just got like chewed up. goes back as your train goes beyond its wreckage. You hear an explosion. Uh, Thorn, you reconstitute. <laughs> uh, you have uh, one quarter of your health, your max health. One quarter of 70, okay. And uh, the timer stops. I run over to Harry. Mm -hmm. I assume he has the key. Yep. And I, What's also, left of him? I drank my last potion, too. Oh, you know what I didn't think of? Where were your kids when the machine gun, when the minigun was going on? I, no, I was thinking Behind. about it. Because they're so little... <laughs> crouched in the corner. I mean, you'd have to be a real sick okay. person to okay. make it like. All right. And they're aiming at us. You know what I mean? I'll it give you that. I'll give you that. Oh, bad luck for that to have happened. Roll like a D that one thousand. Okay. 
Alright, and I drink my last potion and grab the key. Okay. I drink one of my potions too. Alright. The door goes up and and at like the conductor's chair is where um, uh, Jamie is. Kaiser's nowhere in sight. Alright, I free her. Alright, you go over and you you put the Don't key. Don't ask me what Jamie would say, because I have no idea what Jamie right. would you say. Put the key, you put the key in to, to undo the shotgun collar, and you feel something heavy on your back as something has fallen from the ceiling and jumped on your back, and you feel a sharp pain in your neck. This happens to both of you, and you hear like a growl, and you throw the person off of you, David, and you see, and it's, um, it's Mr. Hyde. And on you, Dave, on you, uh, Thorn, is the guy who had uh, the glass oh. of fruit punch, Kool-Aid. And uh, and you guys like pull the needles out of your neck, and you start like getting, you kind of start getting dizzy. Right now, uh, before again, roll initiative. Uh, initiative twelve. Ten. Okay. Jekyll kind of like smiles, and he runs over, and he and he grabs up uh, Lucy, and he says, "Show it's gonna be okay. Don't worry, little girl. It's all gonna be just fine." That's hide. Yep. And he's holding him like he's holding the child in front of him, like trying to as a shield, so you don't shoot him. I shoot. Kool-Aid guy. 28. Yeah. 25. 23. Uh, okay, you shoot him and he falls. Oh, he's already got on the ground. You shoot him and he, goes, and he curls in and goes, oh! And Thorn. Frickin', I didn't say this, but totally know it now. Uh, right now, you both are staggered. Okay, so I go to... You can to... only take um, a standard or move action you're trying to. You can't do both. And you can't do full run actions. Okay. So whatever that damage was, what did you say again, David? Was that damage? 23. I'm going to cut it in half, because you're only supposed to make one attack. Just because the son of a gun stuck me with a needle, mm -hmm. I'm going to breathe fire right in his face. All right. Do it. Uh, and this is a three-move attack. I can use it three times. Okay, that's so great. 46. That's only one a turn, though. Yeah, I know. Six, seven, eight, nine. 18 this turn. Ooh. He screams, and he's like, he's like crawling at the ground and he's like grabbing his flesh he's like pulling his flesh off and um it is now his turn and he like he's like curled up a little ball and, and he kind of like just puts his hand out like towards you and goes and he, he put the gun Let's put your weapons down don't you feel like and he dies before getting a spell off at you Mm -hmm. No, no need for a will save. Uh, but there's Jekyll, and now it is back to the top of order. Now uh, you are not only staggered, but you are like going. You're kind of like fading in and out as Jekyll's so, smiling with the, with the with the with the child. He's holding Lucy, right? Yep. You love your daughter that much, Dave? Which which child you love more, there, Dave? <laughs> so I'm gonna choice. go. I'm gonna go for uh, use a grip point. Yeah. And go for the utility shot on his nice. leg. Nice. Nice. I like it. Good Good thinking. 27. Hit. He's prone. It knocks him down. Knocks him prone? <laughs> oh, he falls down and like lets go of uh, Lucy. Uh, Thorn. You know, I use Ray of Frost on him. Okay. Do it. D3.2 right, As he falls, he goes, you shot me! You actually shot me! <laughs> you you maniac! You're crazy! Ray of Frost, what do I need to do? Uh, seven. Damage? Plus... Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Right. Uh, I have to do a ranged attack, so okay. I have to roll for it. Do it. Thirteen. Thirteen is a hit. Okay, so then I do one d three damage. Okay. One. All right. 
a ray of frost hits him and he freezes a little bit. And uh, you guys fall over. You regain some consciousness. And you find you're on your knees with your hands tied behind you. And you kind of shake your heads and as you go forward, you kind of get resistance and you see that your hands are manacled together and then a chain onto the wall. You're uh, still in the engine car, but your kits are gone. Everyone is gone except for Kaiser. Kaiser says, um, I suppose I should introduce myself. Then again, it's just formalities. I believe we all know who each other is. I am Kaiser Sozain. You are David Collin. And you are Thorn Dragonson. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, David, 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 you are a tough man to kill. You just refuse to die, no matter what. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it's so hard to kill you? Because you're incompetent. Because oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm half German. Oh, I see. Must give you the resilience you need, yeah? Well, Mr. Cohen, David, uh, you don't mind if I call you David. I feel like we've built a relationship now that I can call you by your first name. You can feel free to call me Kaiser. If it makes you feel any better. Why don't you do my manacles so I can shake hands? <laughs> you're, you're, you and your kind are quite tenacious. You know, I was thinking to myself the other day, why I cannot kill you? And you know what came to my mind? I think that the only way, the only person who can kill you, David, is not the man I send after you, no. I don't think the man I send after you have the capability to kill you. I think the only one who can kill you is yourself. That's what I think, David. I think David is the only man who can kill David. And uh, I need not explain why I want you dead. You and your little Scooby-Doo investigating have already figured out why I want you dead. But you know how badly I want you dead. That is something that is not revealed to you. David, I want you to imagine something for a second. I want you to imagine that you live in a world where forever there is something hanging over your head. Yeah? Now imagine that there was a time. You knew there was a time coming. And that when this time comes, you end. Well, to be more accurate, um, any semblance of anything that is worth living ends. You go on living, or for uh, you and I, David, as you know more than others, are immortal beings. We do not stop. But this time, when this time comes, I'm no longer free. I get locked away in the first place that has ever been conceived of. Now imagine, for a moment, that all of a sudden, you find yourself in a strange place. In this strange place, all of a sudden the hanging of your head is gone. That foreseeable time that you kind of have a semblance from, but you're not sure the exact date, all of a sudden, that's not there anymore. You don't feel it's coming. Mm, that'd be quite an interesting thing, yeah? But this is what happened to me. When I came here, oh, I've had to make my own sacrifices. Lord knows that I've made my sacrifices. I mean, look at me. Pathetic. I look like one of you. It really is probably one of the first things that ever happened to me. But just because there's new rules here doesn't mean that they are against me. Yes, I have to have a physical form. That's unfortunate. But I am still immortal. Strike me down and I just reappear later. All of my kin do. That's the new rule. Oh, there's new rules. The author always has rules. But this world, that's the trade-off. No more death notice. But ah, now he must be physical. It's okay. The hearts and minds of men are still easily corrupted. My kind is done over generations, I can do again. I want you to, to realize something, David. I don't want to make a deal with you. There's no deals that you and I can make. 
Simply, I know that you of all people, son of the author, adopted son of the author, will understand that making deals with my people never works out well for your people. Never has, since the beginning of time. You have stories in your book that talk all about it. There's nothing you, I can possibly do to convince you to make a deal with me. So there's not to be a deal made, so there will simply be facts. I will lay out the facts that you do not see, so that you can see them, and you can make the best possible decision. You understand, right now, I am in this world. And in this world, I am free. In this world, I simply cannot get back to the other one. I cannot manipulate anything. These are uh, your children, your wife that you saw here. All illusions. All things I come to show you how very serious I was. But in, in the end, they were not real. None of them were real. That's why they can come and go at a moment's notice. Stuck here, I cannot manipulate anything in our, our world. The world you and I originate from. The one that this one knows nothing about. I can do nothing. But in this world, oh, I'm free to do as I please. You see, back in our world, there was a prince. A prince who I could not be usurped. Matter of fact, he became the prince because he tried to usurp. There's no usurping the usurper. And this prince is in charge and there's no, there's no debating. It's the way it's been set up by the author. We cannot change the rules. The rules are the rules. They've been set by him and they cannot be changed. But here, there is no prince of the air here. Here, the position is open and I very much am going to apply for the position. And I'm going to get it. You see, here I'm going to be able to do everything I've always wanted to do in your world. I'll have the power and the strength to do it. But the moment I'm taken back to your world with a merry little decision, you wish to go back to your world and spend some time with your family, I lose all that I've worked for. All this new stuff I get. I go back to your world, I go back to that time and date hanging over your head. I go back to a time where I do not have the power to become the prince, where I'm just another pawn. I know what you're thinking right now. Right now you're thinking, whatever's happening right now, I don't have to be truly afraid. For there's always hope, right? There's always hope for the children of the author. Oh, hope is like a defining word for you people. But I guarantee you, there is no one else help to help you here. No more angel to come down and strike down the lich just when you need it to revitalize it. No angels to surround you and to protect you while you sleep. None of that. When's the last time you had any interaction with shining ones? Until right now, it's not happened. You've been abandoned. You see, you've been given just enough tension by the author to get you to where you are, and then he leaves you to give your own devices. You know this is the way the author works. He lets his children, he lets his creation decide what to do. After a while, he just stops being involved and lets them make the decision whether or not to love him. But now it's your time to make the decision, and he's abandoning you. There's no one here. And right now, you'd have no power. When has your kind ever been able to defeat mine? Oh, please. It's the only way you've ever, in your stories that you've read in the terrible books that he's given you, the only time anyone of our kin has ever been killed, he's had to send other of us after us. The non-fallen ones. You have no hope versus me. You know this to be true. Look how easily I've manipulated the peoples around you in just a few moments, just a few whims, and I haven't even begun to try. <laughs> Wait till I get very serious. Then watch what I can do. But here's the deal. Long as I'm here... I've got no ability to affect your family. But if you go back home, David, you take me with you, well then, then I will have absolutely nothing to do but to torture your lineage. That's right. I'm going to go back to a place where I have to know that I am going to a pit forever. Do you imagine how angry that would make you? Imagine how angry it would make me. I will promise you this, David. No deals, just promises of the truth. If I go back to our world, I will make it my life's mission to torture your children, and your children's children, and your children's children's children. And I know what you're thinking. You're back to that precious little thing called hope. You're thinking, 
to auto protect me. He never lets anything happen bad that he does not have control over. Very well, he's had to make uh, destroy the Zot. He had to, the devil had to ask permission. Yeah, you still forget your good author gave him the permission to do some of the worst things. You read it as a story and you go next to the next verse and the next chapter and you read the next story as if it was nothing. But you fail to realize how very real the torture was. Christians go to mental hospitals. Christians commit suicides. Christians are raped. Christians lose their minds. Yes, right. Sons, the sons of the author get no better treatment than the people who do not claim them as the father. So you understand this. Whatever hope you have, I want you to abandon it. Because I will torture them, I will do everything the author lets me do. And you know what? You have no guarantee that your children will ever become children of the author. Chances are several of your lineage will not be children. And the only life they will have that's worth living will be the time while they are alive. You and I know better than anyone else you've met so far that after you die, without the Father's wonderful forgiveness. There is not a life worth visiting. Be better, as, if, as your wonderful word says, be better for the matter who is not even born. Yeah? So I'm going to ruin the only good life that they will have here on Earth. That is what I will do if I go back. That is option A. Option B is you stay here. And while you're around, I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to make sure that everything you put your hand to will end up in failure. Your best friends will stab you in the back. I promise you will not have a single friend left in this world. Everything you do will mean that failure. I will be a plague upon you. You, and as I told you earlier, there is not one time recorded in history when your kind has ever bested mine. Even if I am <laughs> shackled to this physical form. Now, you're, before you get all holly jolly about the author and all the things that he can do to save you, you must know this. Your author lets you through. He knew that he was letting me and my kin through. He let me through, David. He knew this very moment was going to happen. Oh, Mr. Omniscient knew that we'd be in this very moment. You and I sitting in this very train car. This very, very good action. That's right. Uh, a word of advice to you. When the person himself is the one defining good, then maybe he's not actually good. Yeah? He can define it to be whatever he wants to be. If he was a rapist and he said, being good is being raping, then rape would be good. <laughs> it's really pathetic the way you so blindly follow. But here's the dear David. There's a third option. You can pull that gun out of your holster, you can pull back the hammer, you can put the gun against the barrel against your temple, and you can pull the trigger. And then you die. And you guarantee that I cannot possibly ever go back to your world. Then there's no more be plaguing your family. I cannot possibly do it. That is the option that gets the least amount of people hurt. As long as you're around, I'm going to hurt so many people. David, so many people around you. And when you go back, they'll be the ones you love. And if it stays here, whether you love them or not, people will hurt. And whether whatever front you put up, I know one thing. Children of the author have one defining feature. Love. And you love people whether or not you know them, and you don't know all the pain that I can bring to them. So, I think the option for you to do is clear, but in the end, I'm not going to try to convince you one way or the other. It's just facts. Things are going to happen depending on your action. It's your choice what to do. David, I very much, I must be honest with you, and you must see this, I want to be here. Oh, I want it so bad. The things that we have done in your world, the influence on your kin that my kin has done, oh, it's been the best thing ever. Oh gosh, just so many wonderful moments. Oh, Caligula was fantastic. Nero. Oh please, World War II. You know what my favorite part of World War II was? You'll like this. It was the fact that we made the good guys end the war by killing civilians. Oh, and, <laughs> and they felt good about it. They were like this, we must do this. And it ended the war. Oh, and two cities, two. Two, not once, two. Oh, it was the best thing. 
That is the kind of thing we do. Oh, it's the kind of thing that brings me what you would call joy. And here, this is a world without my kin's influence. There are so many people here. Oh, they have already done such terrible things. Imagine the things we can do. Oh, imagine the things I can do with them. And there's no son of the author to walk around and send me back into a pig. No, it's free of his influence as well. Oh, I'm gonna get such free reign here. I want to be here, David. And you want me to stay here. You surely do. You don't want what I'm going to do to your family. So I believe we've at. Now you kind of hear an interruption as you hear. And it's, you're not hearing it from outside, you're hearing it like in your head. Very weird sound. And, and you see like, he must hear it as well because he kind of stops talking. And then he goes back to his talk. That, uh, that emperor of the south? Oh, please. Do you think that it was his idea to send in the plague? And the best part was, he was so easy to manipulate, it took like 30 seconds. I've had much harder people. He felt like in a second. That man is so easy and ready. He's like accepting of, wait, David, wait. The, then David, you are thrust out of this world and you wake up, both you and Thorne, back into your, your room. But now, there's people all over your room and they're all armed to the teeth. And David, you hear, you feel a sharp pain in your arm and you hear, David, wake up! And you see there is Setsuko. And your arm, you're drip, 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 and you look down, and your arm has been cut from the inside of your elbow down to your wrist. And she is holding a bloody knife. And you hear from, uh, from Tassadar, Grandmaster, intruders in the stronghold! And you can hear scuffles happening outside of your door. Kaiser is there, standing in front, standing like a distance in front of you, maybe like 30 feet in front of you. And he looks to the left or right, like he has also been torn out of this. And you realize that you have all just been in like a figment. He's created a world for you to be in, and you are now back in the real one. But you're as damaged as you were before. Everything that happened there hurt you in this world, in, in this reality as well. Roll initiative. Thirteen. Thirteen. I love my zero plus. Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, great. Kaiser looks around, and he hears a ching ching, and he goes, I've heard this music before. And he walks over to the wall, and he pulls me out, and he pulls like a clay, and he puts slams against the wall and it kind of spreads it out a little bit and he puts in a pen in it and he goes let's change the tune and he pulls out some sort of cylinder with a red button on it david's turn said suko's there she's like in between you and him and she's like wake up david wake up and my arm's bleeding yeah it's been cut is it bleed damage or just a one-shot deal it'll be bleed damage she didn't okay. like fillet you open and cut the artery she just cut you enough to so i would wake up yeah i gotcha two shots at kaiser Okay, Suku's in your way. You're gonna have to get her out of your way. All right, I shove her aside. Okay, that's your standard. You gotta move. You shove her aside. She's like, David, David, what are you doing, David? And like, she sees you like pointing, like going to the side, and she's like, looks completely confused. Like, why are you looking at the side? The the threat is obviously on the doors. I just stand up and move away from her. Okay, towards Kaiser. Yeah, but not too close because I have a ranged weapon. I just position okay. myself for a shot. All right, cool. Uh, is like, uh, Grandmaster, what are you doing? How far away is Mr. Soze? Kaiser, maybe 15 feet from you. So I can move to in one turn? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I use shocking grasp. I'm like, let's put a smile on that face. And I boom, like right in his face. So you go over and go to cast shocking grasp on him, right? Yeah. You walk over. Uh, the doors are like are flung out and they hit you and they knock you away and they also hit kaiser and knock him down and like the the detonator is like throwing a gun on the ground 
and you see coming through are things, uh, machines, very tall, very tall machines. And these machines remind you of clockwork, but they are not standard clockwork. Matter of fact, you don't even really see gears or hear the sound of springs and gears. And you can see in the eye holes are actual human eyes. Mm. A picture, have you ever seen Star Wars, the the, the episode one, two, and three? Yeah. Or episode two and three, I should say. Uh, do you remember General Grievous? Yes. Him. Looks a lot like that, okay. right? Um, and this, 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 this beast, this machine, has a cape on and a sword in his hand. Mm. And, he, and he goes forward and he takes two steps towards like David and uh, tree roots and branches come out of the doorway and grab at him and start surrounding him. And, if the, and, and this machine, this thing starts like pulling at this at the roots and like trying to rip it off, but it's like happening way too fast for it to, to, to do anything. And then uh, you see like a woman walks in and it's the tree girl that you took on um, with you when you first investigated the Lich's old castle. And out of her fingers there are all these roots and she's entangling this thing. And then you, and her head is severed. And then comes a second one of these machines. And the roots all wither and the thing pulls it off. And you hear Tassadar go, um, defend the Rokusaki with your lives. And he's the first one to run at these things. And as he runs the thing, the thing uh, like uses momentum against him. And as it runs at him, takes him, just like throws it behind him. Mm. And um, these things, all of their actions are lightning fast and like very skilled and calculated. So like it, it, it wasted no energy and perfectly threw him. And then, and then with like using its same momentum, it's now regained, goes mm -hmm. over to take its sword and cuts down one of the guys. Uh, another guy runs at him and it's Ichiro and the other thing stabs him through the gut and pulls and, and then pulls the sword out and kicks him away at the same time. And Suko's so like, no! And she runs over towards Ichiro. Kaiser, Kaiser crawls over and picks up the detonator and goes, kaboom, it clicks the button and the plastic explosive explodes. Thank God I was prone. Area fill, huh? Thank God I was prone. Fills the whole area, right? And you guys are all knocked down. A lot of you are under a lot of rubble. And there's a big opening into the side. You can see outside, but you're still raised way into the air. And Kaiser gets up and he like brushes stuff off of him and he grabs under the wall. And he looks back at you two as you guys are like kind of pulling stuff off you and trying to pick yourselves up. He goes, this change is nothing, David. You can kill me a thousand times. What's going to happen is going to happen. And as long as you're alive, everyone around you, all these in Quay, no matter where you go, I will be there and they will be in danger and death will follow you wherever you go. You remind him of that, Suko, won't you? And Suko looks up and kind of turns around to you and she goes, I'm not the only one who heard that, right? <laughs> what happened to the machines? They were covered in rubble. Tassadar's dead and so is Ichiro. Uh, they're all under rubble, lying on the ground. Can I get a shot off? Yes, you can. I don't say anything, I shoot. I want to test his theory. Uh, 34? No hit. Do I get two? Uh, yes. You'll stay prone, though. Uh, it's a hit. Both hit. Okay. 31. Okay, you shoot him, right? He's, like, turned his back to you to leave, and you shoot him right through, like, right in between the shoulder and the chest cavity. And he kind of turns around, and he looks down, and he goes... So this is what humans call pain, eh? And he kind of puts his finger, pokes in the hole, and looks at it. And he goes, well, there's power in the blood, yeah? And he goes, us feet are saying. And standing up, a lightning speed bursting out of the rubble is one of the machines. Uh, as soon as the machine comes up, it, it takes a sword and brings it down on Kaiser. And Kaiser grabs his cane with both hands and pulls out a sword. It is a sword cane. 
and he brings it up and he and he parries uh, the sword. Uh, the other machine also bursts out of the vent and goes after Kaiser. Now, a very uh, elegant dance almost happens where the three of them fight, and Kaiser will like block a blow, then he'll point with his with the rest of the cane somewhere else, and you hear ping, and he will instantly teleport over to where he was pointing. So like then he'll like teleport behind the guy, go to strike at the thing, and the thing will turn around and block it just in time. And then ping, go over, stab it, and the thing grabs its uh, cape, kind of uses his shield. And as the sword strikes it, instead of cutting through the cape, it blocks off as if it was some sort of metal or something. And he is able to hold his own versus both of them. And it is an incredible battle that, like, every second there's a contact of some sort, whether it's uh, sword on sword, sword on shield, or dodging, and he constantly but no one's actually ever making any critical hits and every once in a while one of these machines will use its left hand to pull out a pistol and shoot and then if it misses like he puts it back in but all the pistol shots are missed he'll like knock it away or teleport at the last second and this this intricate dance is happening he's constantly teleporting ping 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 and he's also like using his the the other end of his cane to like hit and block and parry i'll delay my action okay uh this will bring it back up to david like, where's all this happening in proximity to me? If we're looking at your desk from the entrance, right? On the left is where the hole in the wall has been blown up, and that's where they're fighting in front of it. You are right by your desk. It's still covered mostly in rubble. <laughs> just, like, just like your head in your hand out with your gun. I reach under and grab my pipe bomb uh-huh. and light it. Uh-huh. And I throw it like right into like the middle of their okay. melee. All right. And then I like cover myself <laughs> with the rubble again. So what did you say that was? One one D three? Yeah, roll a D three. Three. Oh, you need to make a range touch tack, a range tack to for throwing it. See if you threw it in the right spot. Uh thirty-two. Oh yeah. Right where you wanted to. It actually kinda of like kicked around as they all as they do this intricate dance. Uh Thorns, back to you. Stone shield in front of us. Alright. Stone comes out of the ground. How long does that last? One round. Okay. It's back to David. Then I do nothing. Okay. Thorn. Your wall goes back on the ground. Awesome. Remember, it's the third round that it blows up. Yeah. Nothing. All right. Uh, they're fighting. Back to David. I threw my second pipe bomb. <laughs> nice. Roll range attack. Uh, 20. Oh, yeah. Lands right next to it. And now roll, roll D3. D3. One. Okay. Stone that shield. means they're both going to blow up at the same time. Yep. The stone mm-hmm. shield goes up. Uh, there is a, a loud cacophonous explosion. off of you you see uh kaiser's doing the same thing he gets up and like part of his face wrap is off and you see where his ears should be it's just smooth and he gets up and you see like his his arm is hanging by his side he's not like holding it like oh i'm hurt he's just kind of letting it dangle and his leg and he kind of like grabs his cane and he's using it to like uh help himself walk and he gets over to the wall uh where there's an opening and he points his cane at um at the ground and then uh, a hand uh, bursts out of the gra- the gravel, the rubble, and his sword goes through his gut. And he like turns around to look at you, David. And the other one comes out of the rubble and stabs him uh, through the stomach. So now he's got like swords coming from both directions out of him. He just kind of looks down at it and goes, "A mild inconvenience." He goes, "Remember what I said, David. Remember." And then like before he finishes, one of the machines pulls out the pistol and puts it in his face and fires. 
and there's a hole in his head now. And they pull out their swords, but instead of falling to the ground, Kaiser starts to rise. And uh, a blue flame appears, and it burns, an intense blue flame. And it burns away all his clothes. And then and you, you see just a smooth face. And then all his, uh, his skin and all his muscle, and all that's left is just bone. And then the fire goes out, and the bone falls to the ground and turns into an ashy dust. And then, like that, the dust disappears, and all that's left is blood. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been David and Dom, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. some D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. My parrot's gonna have open-heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be super boring. Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through. But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. TalesfromTheLich.com